0: And welcome back. We're the horror movie crew. I'm Josh. Hello, y'all. Tis Seth.
1: It's Jess.
0: Why do you always look at me when you do that?
1: (laughs) Because I just love to see your face looking back at me like with a weird fucking grin.
0: (laughs) Do I look, like, overly excited?
1: A little bit, yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. I'm like, she's going to do it. She's
1: going to do it. It's the dimple.
0: Oh, just the one? The one. Because you can only see the one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What if I did it like this so you can see him? <laughs> well,
2: that's a little creepy.
1: <laughs> Please don't do yeah, that. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Why?
0: It's, it's weird. It's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what should, Especially with your big-ass mouth open. <laughs> well, fuck you. What if I just do like, look at you the whole show like that?
1: I don't like that. It's the tilt. So what do you
0: think about the movie? It's the
1: head tilt. I can't go with it.
0: Does it look like Michael Myers' head tilt?
1: It is kind of like that. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Yours is worse. I don't
0: know if that's good or bad.
2: It's weird. We should both do it the whole time. Okay.
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. Which would you rather
0: stare at if you had to pick one to stare at, me or him? Do it again.
1: (laughs) Your your mouth is You kind of look like Art the Clown just then. Oh, no. Oh, God. I think I'd choose Seth because yours is a little creepy. Yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) Take that, bitch. Whatever. Yo, mama. (laughs) (laughs) HMC number 20. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. We're talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Seth blew his load when he came in here. I did? I figured. He's like, I fucking hate this movie. I did not say that. He said, fuck all this movie, Rob Zombie. I said,
2: this will be an interesting discussion.
1: You did seem a little annoyed earlier. You Some were like, I didn't know this was a three-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It
2: That's was longer than I anticipated. That's what he
0: said. This is going to be an interesting discussion, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. That's not what he what said. what I said. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I didn't assume that you would love it.
0: Like I did not love name, it, I'll say that now And then, he shit himself
1: I figured that's what you were using the towels for When I yeah. came in, you were like cleaning up I haven't I,
2: done that for like 10 years <laughs> <laughs> And it was a shark, not a shit
0: You can't trust a fart, Seth
2: I could not trust that one
0: That's how I feel about our friendship <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust a fart <laughs> I'm not sure how to even relate that Do a fart Thanks <laughs> Dick. Jess, what have you been up to?
1: same old same same old shit working Lost. <laughs> did you say lost
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
1: i thought you said like watching lost like no i haven't mm. i did watch lost and it was great again but, um, or like the first time no just the first time forever ago oh. I,
0: I never fuck. got into that
2: one
1: it was not on tv when i watched it i watched it like all on netflix
0: it pissed me right the fuck off is what it did yeah fucking fucking fog monster my ass the
1: ending was a little rough I don't know about
0: that. I didn't make it past the Fog episode.
1: Well, you should have gave it a little bit further.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I never watched it. Anyway. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Working. Um, I watched Hebe Halloween.
2: How was it? Well, Jess and I watched it together.
1: We fell asleep at one point. (laughs) I fell asleep
2: because I woke up at the end and Jess was asleep and I'm like, uh... What happened? Yeah. (laughs) So we don't even know how it ended.
0: It's definitely a two-parter. We had to watch it in two spurts as well. We couldn't just sit down and watch all of it.
2: Yeah, we tried.
1: I wanted to really like it.
0: (sighs) Me too. I feel like I did, kind of. Like, I don't know if I'll watch it again, but it it wasn't horrible where we turned it off.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I didn't fall asleep watching it.
1: (laughs) I kind of felt like it was the same type of thing where they show all the good parts in the preview. Mm,
0: That's true. Mm, That's true. Seth, God damn it. But I can only take so much of Adam saying they're talking like that. Too. I know. Yeah. Like, why can't he just talk normal?
2: And like I was telling Jess, like, it makes me mad that everyone was so mean to him. They were like, so. Like I hated mean. everybody in the movie.
0: Except for his mommy.
2: Yeah. Like, why were they all such dicks? I don't
0: know. <laughs> so that they can all come together at the end and have this great moment of revelation where they're like, ah, I don't hate you, Hubie. I hate me and all of the things that you reflect in me, is well, that, I slept through that part. I was gonna so. say, if that's what happens, <laughs> then we missed it. Oh yeah, that's the whole point of the movie. Uh-huh. I okay. think is that I see in Seth what I don't like about myself, because I have all these issues. Nobody can see these hand movements. These are no. just no, great no, what, Jesus-like which? hand movements I am making. Are you conducting a choir? Upon my like disciples.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: That's what the that's what the message of the movie is.
2: Wow, we missed it.
0: Is that sometimes your um things you're scared of about yourself somebody else might just be okay with it they're like hey man i'm a nerd but i'm living my nerd life my best nerd life
1: mm. interesting once again missed the message
2: yep granted we watched it right after hocus pocus so it was hard to find mm-hmm. that.
0: oh, yeah. that's yeah. tough that's tough you can't do that
2: no we no. should have watched it first i guess
0: that's all right well i think i told you guys this but as i've gotten older i've actually gotten more into adam sandler yeah because Abby is a huge Adam Sandler fan, but I really wasn't. I was like, yeah, he's okay. But now I'm like, eh, I think it's just the mindless humor I They're enjoy.
1: Like, oh, I think it is okay. Oh, I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's all right. Uh Seth, what have you been up to? Oh, you know,
2: work and such. Um, I did start Blind Manor, though. Is it good? That's very good. I haven't watched it's it. It's a little slow. But mm. There's a lot of setup, but it's good.
0: That it? That's all you got for us? Yeah, I think so.
1: (laughs) I might do that tonight. Oh, we didn't tell them about the crafts.
0: (laughs) Oh, we did crafts, Halloween crafts. You guys did, yeah, you guys Mm -hmm. got together Friday night and um, did you drink at least? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I know you did. Well, yeah, I know I did. I
1: did too. I had wine.
0: Ooh, wine and crafts. We had pizza and breadsticks. Damn, you guys are exciting people. We We really had a good time. I can tell. I'm fucking jealous. We
1: ordered Cousin Vinny's, so we got the like fucking glow in the dark cups. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: nice. I love it. We had Cousin Vinny's Friday as well. Delicious. oh the irony and they didn't even pay us to say that wow wow
1: cousin Vinny should sponsor
0: us yeah they got glow-in-the-dark cups <laughs> they can't sponsor <laughs> us do you know how fat <laughs> I would be if cousin Vinny sponsored us we just I, get like I'm a free a pizza every time we record yeah mm, It'd be I pretty awesome deal with that probably I could probably deal with that all I've been doing is painting as you guys can tell what do you guys think of the the like half done podcast studio it here Looks good yeah it looks better than it did.
1: I just missed the inspirational words. Oh, yeah, that's it. You mm-hmm. should
0: have left "prey" up there or "hand job." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or was it reach, reach around. around? Reach around. Reach around. Reach around.
1: Was you just recreate it. them in your own lettering.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I could creepy jagged letters. I yeah. could. I want to get a big um, HMC logo and put it on the white wall back there behind my desk that'd be kind of cool
1: we're gonna need that for when we start doing video podcasts
0: are we gonna do video jess is doing video i feel like you're <laughs> the only me. one that's presentable for the videos yeah. like seth and i just look like shit all the time
1: that's not true
0: oh, thank you tell me more Josh I'll wear masks <laughs> <laughs> there you go we'll be in costume i mean
1: as long as they're hmc masks yeah. then
0: yeah yeah nobody's ordered a mask yet we have a little hoodie Long, two long sleeve shirts, four t shirts, and a mug.
1: 35% off, y'all.
0: Yeah, get on there. Order it. Order <laughs> what did that it one now? dude say
2: about having a, us on his face?
1: <laughs>
2: With the mask? Uh, somebody uh, made a comment about it. it was funny. Oh,
0: shit. I don't know. Well,
2: who said that? I don't remember. It was on Facebook,
0: maybe? Sure, wasn't Abby. She said, Ooh, a new way to wear you on my face.
2: No, somebody made a funny comment about it.
0: Oh. Hmm. Were they being dicks? No, just funny. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, <laughs> um, a podcast on Elm Street, I don't know. they called you out hardcore in their episode this week. I heard it today. It was not hardcore. Yeah, they called you a little bitch. They did not. That's what they said. Mm-mm. They said you were a stereotyping little bitch that hates Canadians. That's what they said. I don't know if that's true or not. I listened oh to it God. and that's not what they said. Uh, what
1: did they say?
2: Brooke just made a comment because I said he looks like someone that drinks Zima oh. and he was actually drinking like some kind of sangria <laughs> <laughs> wine cooler thing.
3: <laughs>
1: not too far off really
2: no why don't we have a cool like month name like spooktober like they do <laughs> um kind of sounds like a sale of pennies but still we're,
1: we're still early <laughs> into the game on this
0: maybe well, next year we'll have a cool <laughs> october <Spooktober>? <laughs> what do you want to call it i don't know halloween fest
2: that's kind of boring oh i thought it sounded spooktober cool
1: spooktober is the best i don't know yeah. if we could top that
2: that'd
0: be hard to top why don't we just call it HMC's Spooktober? Well, just take their <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take their shit. <laughs> All right guys, so hey, thanks for tuning in. This is HMC number 20. Uh this is the actually, the actually. This is actually the last uh movie of our HMC 2020 Spooktober. <laughs> 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 so, thanks for joining us. We're talking about Rob Zombies Halloween 2. But before we do that, one more thing. We had a bunch of questions submitted by our longtime listener, probably the first fan we ever had, yeah. Cat B.
1: I'd say maybe our number one fan. Oh, for maybe. sure.
0: I don't know. He kind of disappeared after that platform. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, you were kind of a dick. <laughs> was so, I? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know if I was a dick, but I definitely was honest. You rode his ass hard. <laughs> yeah, I did.
1: It's okay, Cat B.
0: Without any lube. Without lubeless ass <laughs> riding.
1: Wow.
2: One thrust in.
1: So Cat <laughs> asked us some questions. The These name. are, a lot of them are kind of like <laughs> this or that. This so. or
0: that. Are we going to rapid Ew. fire them? Yep. All right. Truth, no dare. Let's do it. Josh,
1: pizza or burger?
0: Pizza.
2: Pizza.
1: I would do pizza, too. That's tough, though. Seth, cats or dogs?
2: Dogs.
0: Dogs.
1: Cats. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Eggs or bacon?
0: Mm. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) mm. I got to give up one forever. I'm going with. I'm eating eggs. I eat eggs here. Eggs, eggs. 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 Yeah. I do love bacon. God though, damn yeah. it, I love bacon.
1: In an ever-expanding infinite universe, could you be listening to me on my HMC podcast at slash in some other location in space-time?
0: No. No. Maybe. I don't know. No. It, even if there's nine million universes, there's only one fucking HMC. And That's, this true. Is it. Yeah, That's true. That's
1: yeah. true. Ours is the best. Sorry, cabbie. Fucker. Um, and last... Northampton or Lawrenceville? Northampton.
2: Since I've never vacationed in Lawrenceville, I'm going to have to say Northampton.
1: Same. I probably spent more time in Northampton. Where is
2: Lawrenceville? Is
0: that just off? It's, it's here. You go out here and you go right out here and you're in Lawrenceville. Ah, oh, okay. You know where the Crown Mini Mart is? Oh, that's Lawrenceville? That's Lawrenceville. Yeah. You're there.
2: The Northampton has that speed trap though, so I don't know. Lawrenceville that used to have true. police. They got
0: rid of them a long while ago. Ah. However, you have to also take into consideration that Northampton did breed existence to one of the greatest horror movie podcast hosts of all time. Who, who would that be? That's true. This freaking guy right mm. here. Interesting. Right here. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm doing the Blake Shelton finger point. Yes, I see that. Right here. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: did
2: that add any effect to it for you? It did. <laughs> Shoot. It really did. Uh, thanks okay. for the
1: questions, Cat B.
0: Yeah, yeah thanks, those are fun. Cat B, why not you make another suggestion we won't put on our wheel? <laughs> our wheel? Oh wheel. All right, let's jump into the D Light Scary Movie discussion. Our movie, again, is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 from 2009. Seth, this was your first watch.
2: Yes, it was, actually.
0: Hmm. If you had to describe your first watch of Halloween Two, two thousand nine, in one word, what would it be? Disappointing. Oh shit! <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. Yeah, I thought I would like it better than I did. Damn. I didn't hate it, but yeah, there's a lot of issues okay. with this film. Oh wow, he, he's like excited looking. He even wears <laughs> his, his fucking muscle shirt. I don't own a muscle shirt. <laughs> oh. That's funny. Jess, do you remember the first time you watched this movie?
1: Yes, I saw it in theaters. Mm. In theaters.
0: I too saw it in theaters.
1: Back in old 2009.
0: I don't remember which theater. Usually I can tell you which theater it was, but I I really don't remember.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm thinking Mm. it was... Actually, I don't think it was the mall.
0: The Lawrenceville 10? No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think that's a thing.
1: I think it might have been at Regal in at, like, the Fairfield Mall.
0: Ooh, the old Regal. Was Was that you? Was that a burp? No, I was just voice cut out weirdly. You don't have to be embarrassed. You can tell people if you burped. I didn't. Even girls fart. They do. (laughs) Sounds like a kid's book. (laughs) (laughs) Even girls fart.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Girls fart, too.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Dude, nobody could, like, If we did have a, what's it, a Twitch? What's it called?
1: Twitch.
0: If we did, like, all people would do is sit around and watch us laugh, and they'd probably be like, this is stupid. Yeah, they'd probably be bored.
1: I think they would think it's probably funny.
0: They'd probably just tune in to see Seth's Muscles. Mush, mush. (laughs) (laughs) Mushles. (laughs) Mushles. Dude, yesterday I had four shirts on and had thunder nips through all four of them. (laughs) I immediately thought of you and how impressed you'd be with my thunder nips.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you take a picture? Damn it!
0: I should. Yeah, like Abby called me out on it. She was like, "Oh my god, look at your nipples." Maybe just have really big nips. I don't. They're actually very small, which is probably why they're like when they get hard, it's like ding.
1: There's like tacks. Tic tacs. <laughs> they're like tic like tac nipples. <laughs> nipples.
0: Holy cow! <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. Our characters <laughs> very similar to Halloween 2007. We've got Michael Myers played by Tyler Maine. Deborah Myers, that's Mrs. Myers, played by the lovely Sherry Moon Zombie. Young Michael is different, which, Seth, I know you had an issue with. But uh, Young Michael is played mm-hmm. by Chase Wright Vanek. Vanek?
3: Vanek?
0: Vanek? 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 Mm.
2: Just pick one.
0: Vanek. And go with it. Just go with it. Another good Adam Sandler movie. Dr. Loomis, Malcolm McDowell, Laurie Stroh played by Scout Taylor Compton, Annie Brackett played by Danielle Harris, and Sheriff Brackett, again, is played by Brad Wow. <laughs> Our director is Rob Zombie. Again, I'm not going to go through all his movies. If you do know who Rob Zombie is, you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. And honestly, we probably lost a lot of listeners after last episode because I ate a lot of crow on Instagram about my... Um, view of the movie your so. obsession yeah whatever
1: well you already saw that coming so you were yeah. already prepared
0: yeah
1: oh i always see it coming. what they don't know is we're already always five steps ahead that's true.
2: always <laughs>
0: sometimes six <laughs> and some people just drastically underestimate the amount of fucks i don't give right right mm-hmm. yeah. right yeah like right now
1: that's always me mm-hmm. that's my life <laughs> motto <laughs> mm,
0: fuck them synopsis whose <laughs> turn is to read the synopsis anybody
1: probably mine
0: go for yeah, it dude it's-
2: just see cause.
1: A year after narrowly escaping death At the hands of Michael Myers Laurie Strode is at the breaking point Pushed to the edge by Dr. Loomis revelation that she's michael's sister little does she know the unstoppable killer is back in haddonfield and driven by visions of their dead mother he is determined to bring about a bloody family reunion
0: holy shit you went above and beyond it's way better than this crappy one josh put on here you you blew my synopsis (laughs) right out of the water (laughs) no yours was (laughs) way better shit wow impressive dude you guys ready to ready hop into is? this movie i feel like the discussion is going to run long because is going to try to shit all over this movie no i will no be polite i will be polite Stop. let's do it <laughs> let's do it that was an
1: angry crack <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> that just threw a salami on the table <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be
2: my new beer crack Are you wondering when that would appear again? Is that
0: the garlic <laughs> summer sausage I bought you? Yes. Aww. <laughs> Do you know about the judge <laughs> no. i was so confused.
2: This is girthy. Talk about girth. Look at this thing. So
0: Seth helped me move, and um, I thought I went into Rural King to get something, and he forgot his mask, so he couldn't go in. <clears> and uh, I thought it'd be funny, because I walked by the checkout, and they had a whole barrel of these. So I thought it was funny, and I got him one.
2: Yeah, he comes out. He's like, oh, I got you a present. I'm thinking like something
0: maybe nice. No. What's this? That's what it was.
2: Iowa Smokehouse Garlic Summer Sausage. you
0: yeah, look, it's not even like a name brand. It's like some hillbilly made it in his barn. It's like the diameter of a pop can. How many times have you sat on that thing?
2: Uh, two or three.
3: <laughs>
0: you want to oh smell God. it? No, I, I don't. I think I can smell it from here. I rinsed it off. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We got to get a picture of that for Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right. <laughs> Oh, Lord.
2: Let's begin.
0: White horse linked to instinct, purity, and the drive of the physical body to release powerful and emotional forces like rage with ensuing chaos and destruction. Excerpt from the subconscious psychosis of dreams. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Shit. That's loud. (laughs) it's just a ghost no worries Uh, scene one opening scene the movie opens with Deborah Myers going to visit Michael for Christmas she brings him a white horse he tells her that it reminds him of a dream he had the previous night it was a good dream she was dressed in all white walking down a hallway with a big white horse telling him that she was going to take him home she reminds him that she wishes she could take him home but she can't every time he looks at the horse he can think of her though Seth how much did you hate this opening scene Did not care for it Why (laughs) Well both Deb and
2: young Michael Mm -hmm. Act totally different than they did in the first movie It's true Like she's Mm -hmm. way nicer to him than she was
0: Mm -hmm. In the first one she's like I don't really want to have anything to do with you Mm -hmm. Well not immediately though right Like she gets to that point
2: Yeah but I don't know I just felt like she was totally different And then young Michael's like way Mm -hmm. Nicer And chatty Than he was in the first one When he was in the hospital Yeah
0: well, when he first goes in the hospital in the first one, I'm going to try my best not to defend this movie like I did last time. But this would have been at Christmas, which was only like, what, six weeks probably after, seven weeks, eight weeks maybe, two months roughly after maybe. the original incident happened. So when he first went in, she was still nice to him, and he was talking, remember, because he acted all weird and acted like he didn't remember anything? Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know. It just was noticeably different. I get it. It's fine. And having a different kid already annoyed me.
0: So the kid was too old (laughs) to reprise his role as Michael. So they had to switch actors. That's what happened. Uh Wow. Because Rob Zombie didn't have any intention of making this movie, but the studio was going to go forward with it anyway. So then he said he would do it. But at first he told him no, because they already had another director lined up. Uh
1: Damn. So that kind of forced his hand. (laughs) A little bit.
0: Um, kind of, cause I think he had said that he didn't want somebody else to continue his vision that he would just, he would do it. But I think he also said it freed him up to do more of what he wanted to do versus the handcuffs he kind of had on him in the first one. Right. So, um, I guess I should ask first, do you know which version of this you watch? Cause there's two versions of this movie and they're drastically different.
2: It's whatever was on Amazon. Okay. So there's,
0: that's the theatrical version. Okay. Yeah. So I watched it on YouTube. So I guess we'll know by the ending. But was there? Okay, hang on. We'll wait for that. Scene two, Halloween two. Fifteen years later, the scene picks back up at the end of Halloween one. Lori's walking down a dim lit street carrying Loomis's revolver. Uh, I have a note again. The score is amazing here. It sounds super eerie with like demons whispering in the background as she's walking. You can see like the uh, sheriff, or the sheriff's lights on the car kind of come into play as Brackett pulls up behind her um she's he stops her tells her who he is she has no idea who he is she's like clearly freaking like gone at this point yeah um so did you guys notice how beat up she was in this scene yeah it's way worse than the next one but yeah yeah so her face is bloody she can barely walk she's like in a trance Mm she has no idea where she's at i think she keeps saying i killed him Mm -hmm. i killed him she did Yeah. yeah i climbed the wall and i killed i i think i fell and i killed him i think is what she says but um, so the, then the camera cuts to Lori's strap to a gurney being wheeled through the hospital. Um, <laughs> this hospital is drastically different from uh, 1981, I think, Halloween, too. Yeah, the, there's people in it.
1: There's lights on. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's lights on. There's
0: people. But what I like about this scene is you can really see, because the lights are so bright, you can see how beat up and ripped up and just destroyed she is. Because yeah. yeah, I think, Seth, you made a comment at the end of Halloween that she didn't really look that beat up for what she just went through. Right. Which I agree in that movie, it's not. But I think I, I had said that we'll wait till you see the beginning of Halloween, too. Because yeah. she's like her fingers are broken. She's got like fingers that are twisted and there's bones mm. coming out of them. There's like fingernails missing. She's got big gaps in her face, gashes yeah. in her face. Yeah. Um, and she's hysterical. Well, I mean, how would you act in that in that scenario? I don't know. I don't know. She's screaming at the top of her lungs, asking if she's going to die. The camera cuts back to Loomis being wheeled on a gurney uh, out of the. Oh, was he in the house? I think. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. him out of the house. He's putting in, put into an ambulance and then it's, so it's basically it's cutting back and forth from the house mm. to the hospital. So back mm. at the hospital, they have Lori unconscious and cleaning her body off. So this is where we really see the damage she took.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, this was gross. I was like, did they have to show all this? Like
1: the
0: fingernail?
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> uh. So what got me was the fingernail. Every time. Uh, so they they're basically pulling her fingernails off because they're ripped off and they can't like obviously save a fingernail, but they're, they're basically pulling them off. But again, she's like ripped open cut mm-hmm. everywhere there's blood everywhere um it's a lot of stitching going on mm-hmm. i think she's got a bone coming through one of her hands her hand or her arm yeah. and then her mm-hmm. leg also um so anyway i have i have a note to ask seth here so seth you had uh said she wasn't hurt enough in the fall f- with her and michael and all the chaos and at the end of following one did this change your mind <laughs>
2: Yeah. This was a little more realistic
0: <laughs> <laughs> with
2: all she went through.
0: Yeah. Okay. It makes more sense, right? Cause
2: at the end of the first one, her face actually looked okay. Yeah. Right. But this one, it's like really fucked up.
0: Uh, so during the scene, the camera continues to cut back to the Myers house. Um, between what the, you know, the ambulance people are taking and taking people out, the sheriff brackets there, and then uh, it's cutting back between Lori's sur- surgery and that. But, uh, so we see two paramedics carry Michael out and put him in a, an ambulance, which I am I have a note of two people, but really it's six, I guess. It took six people to carry Michael out because he's mm-hmm. so damn big. It was five and one chick. And one
1: chick.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. He makes
1: he a makes mm-hmm. point to say that in the car.
2: <laughs> and it was like a coroner van, not an ambulance.
0: Okay. Okay. Bracket tells them uh, once they get him to the county, they need to lock him up tight. The paramedics make a joke about being it being obvious what the mm. cause of death was. Brackett angrily, and I have no, he actually almost turns into Loomis at this point, says that there's nothing obvious about anything that happened here tonight. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> like he channeled his mm. inner 1980s Loomis. Yeah. He did. The
2: ambulance. They, go ahead. I just said they said he felt like lead mm. with how heavy he was. It's
0: a big boy. Big fella. The ambulance drivers are driving and say that Michael was heavy. It took six guys to carry him. So as Seth said, what, five guys and a chick?
2: Yeah, oh. that's what the douchey guy said, right, Jeff?
1: Yeah. I like that they called him a behemoth. Behemoth. I haven't <laughs> heard that term in a while. Behemoth.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like an old person term. <laughs> it is.
0: So on the dry, so Richard Brake, do you guys know who that is? He plays yeah. the guy with the fucked up teeth. He's in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies. Mm-hmm. He actually played, uh, for a few seasons, he played... Um, In Game of Thrones, he was the Night King. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not Mm -hmm. know
1: that. Mm -hmm. That's cool.
2: They have a very colorful conversation in the van.
0: Yes. So if you watch (laughs) Sons of Anarchy, you will remember the driver. He played Unger in Sons of Anarchy. And then Richard Brake plays the other guy. He's in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies and a bunch of horror movies. He plays Doomhead in 31. So, Just so you guys know thanks uh anyway richard breaks character he starts joking about de- uh, some dead uh the dead girl i don't remember which girl he was talking about but said she made him made his wood hard or something yes mm, that's gross <laughs>
1: said she was f-i-n-e fine
0: no. fine <laughs> dude uh, so then he tells him about a couple of other, other ambulance guys that were fucking corpses but hey i got wood just zipping her up Hmm. hey seth what's the difference between jam and jelly Oh, I didn't write this one down. You can't jelly your cock up a dead girl's ass. Oh, my God. Uh. So do you guys think this is over the top or is it realistic? Do people that do these kinds of jobs, do they get desensitized to this stuff? Is that like a conversation somebody might actually have? Uh, Probably. I I
1: think so. Maybe not so much about fucking them. I don't know. But being desensitized, sure.
0: I feel like if you see that stuff all the time, it just becomes normal and that's like... But I feel like the fucking, it's like
2: another level of...
0: Yeah, that's... Of weird. Yeah, well, I don't think they were being serious about fucking think It was like a joke. No, no, know. The one dude. He, seems, he was like, like, this is
1: the first time I had the urge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, think I don't think know. Get, yeah. Sounds a little serious. Uh, I'll try to get a boner
2: over a dead person. <laughs> but.
0: Anyway, just then Richard Brake yells cow as the ambulance slams into a cow and the... the I call it an ambulance, corner van, whatever, crashes and this thing gets all fucked up. So mm. the driver's dead. Uh, Richard Brace's character is injured like terribly. He's got blood just pouring out of his mouth, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and he says "fuck" about five hundred times. Uh-huh. I think I had a note that I looked up. I think they say "fuck" in this movie like a hundred and twelve times, depending uh, yeah. on which version you watch. Yeah,
2: it's like Laurie's every other word, but.
0: Oh, you didn't like that, huh? Mm, we'll get into that later. Suddenly, the ambulance starts shaking as something is banging in the back. We see that the back doors fly open as Michael steps out of the ambulance. Michael walks around the front of the ambulance as the driver screams for, or as the passenger guy screams for help. We see Michael pick up a piece of glass and walk around the passenger side of the ambulance. He grabs his head and starts to cut off his head with the glass. Mm, saws it right off. <sighs> This is the first shot where we actually get a glimpse of the mask after he was shot in the face by Mm -hmm. Laurie. So it's bloody. It's ripped up. There's like a big hole in the top of it, obviously, where he got shot in the face. Um, I actually like the mask a lot. I think I like the mask more in Rob Zombie's Halloween 1, but I do like this mask a lot. It's pretty scary in this. It is. Like the hair's all matted together, Mm -hmm. and it's just uh, it's gross. How bad do you think he smells? Oh, he's got to smell horrible. (laughs) I just made a
2: note of that in here somewhere, but yeah. Do you think he just...
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got to smell bad.
1: Especially that beard. Yeah. That, that facial hair. Oh, yeah. He's got a big old beard. You know he doesn't brush his teeth.
0: No. Like, come on. Mm-mm. He ain't brushing. Probably hasn't showered in a week. Mm. So Michael looks down the road, and he sees Deborah and Mrs. Myers dressed in all white with a large white horse. He drops the ambulance person's head, drops the piece of glass, and he walks toward uh, Mrs. Myers. Seth. Since so this was your first viewing of this. What did you make out of this horse and Mrs. Myers in all white?
2: Honestly, I was like, mm. really? This is a little <laughs> like corny.
0: Why? It just was. I don't know. It just Even though it goes back to him having the horse as a yeah, kid.
2: And through the whole movie, which we talked about at the end, I just thought every time she appeared, it just made it like, mm. it wasn't scary. It was like, okay, this is kind of dumb. Okay. <laughs>
0: For me anyway. That's fair. Jess?
1: That was probably the number one thing I did not like about
0: this one was the white horse. Yeah, the white horse gets a lot of shit. No, maybe if the white horse
2: had been more prominent in the first movie, Mm -hmm. then maybe it would have made more sense. I don't know. It's
0: fair. It was the
1: horse. It wasn't her. I didn't mind her ghost showing up, but I did think it was kind of ridiculous.
2: Yeah, especially at the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) We can talk about that then. Okay. Uh, So scene three. Lori at the hospital. The scene off was Lori waking up in her hospital bed. It's storming outside and we can see the rain running down the windows. In the hallway, we see Lori walking down the hallway, grunting and holding on to the wall rail as two nurses are joking and one leaves. It seems like for the holiday or something. For the night, maybe. Yeah. And their shift. They were talking about making roast beef, I think. Not important. Lori makes it to Annie's room. We see Annie's laying in bed with a breathing machine on and has stitches all over her face, so she is, like, really screwed up. Mm -hmm. Lori cries and walks up to her, rubbing her face and asking her not to die. Suddenly, the nurse from earlier walks in and tells Lori that she must leave and go back to her room. The nurse gets called away and leaves Lori to walk herself back to her room. Uh, She can't make it, so she calls for the nurse and asks her for something for her head, so obviously her head is hurting. She walks back to the nurse's station, but no one is there. Just then the nurse walks out of a doorway, and her face is, like, cut in half. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. It was, like, Uh
2: sliced from, like, the nose down.
0: Yeah, like, right down the middle of her face. She's bleeding and starts screaming. She grabs Lori's IV cart. Lori gets away just then as Michael walks through the doorway behind the nurse. He slowly walks up to the nurse with a butcher knife and hand picks her up by the back of her sweater and violently stabs her multiple times grunting with every thrust. He stabs her like a shit ton of times.
1: I said like 20 times. or more. I
2: was like, um she's dead absolutely brutal probably stop now the uh, sounds
1: on this one sounded so like real. yeah
0: they're like, so good ugh. this, this is where i hunting. wrote how bad do you think michael smells mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll hop into that in a minute but Lori gets away um she gets down the steps as michael is killing the nurse as Lori continues down the steps she sees another nurse that is dead michael makes his way to the steps and catches up with Lori as she's struggling with her legs her <laughs> legs in a boot so she's like sli- basically sliding down these stairs mm-hmm. yeah She makes it to the basement of the hospital, which has a very Texas Chainsaw vibe because there's like water just running through the ceiling out of these pipes.
1: Why is that?
0: I don't know. I made a note of it. I'm like, here we go with the water again. (laughs) Well, we have to keep in mind what this is, right? This isn't really happening. Right. But at this point, we don't know that. Correct. So, But there's, and again, this may give it away, but Jess, did you, during this scene, did she fall down an elevator shaft into a bin of dead bodies? No. Okay. So we all watched the theatrical version.
1: Okay. She
2: does end up in a bin of dead bodies. In this one she did? Yeah, but she's like trying to walk across like a like uh, a beam and then she falls in it. Because I was like, what the fuck is this like bin of people?
1: It, she didn't know the one I watched. So maybe
0: you didn't watch... All right, hang on. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she makes it to the basement the hospital. Um, she finally gets through the basement. gets outside. Michael walks by an ax that's in a glass case where she tried to get that ax out earlier. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Yeah, she did. And like then when he went to get it, there was glass there. Well, she couldn't get it out. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. And he just like, boom, breaks the yeah. glass and mm-hmm. takes it. Laura makes it outside. He's walking in the rain, screaming for help. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes it to a guard shack, which is empty and locked, but she's able to like slide a window open and climb through the window. She goes through the window. We see the Michael is outside in the rain looking at the shack and holding an axe. As he walks toward the guard shack, a car pulls up. The guard gets out, and the guard's complaining, and, God damn it, this is just
2: fucking great. <laughs> I said Wilfred Brimley gets out. <laughs> Dude, He made me <laughs> think of much. you.
0: It's totally something you would say. And we're like, God damn it, this is fucking great. (laughs) That is something I would do. So the guard gets back in the shack, but doesn't close the door all the way. Lori scares him as he walks in. She's asking for help. um, And the man just keeps telling her she's going to be fine. She'll be all right. He works there. His name is Buddy. It's going to be fine. Buddy. Buddy leaves to go get to his car as Lori continues to yell and ask him not to leave. Um, Does "Knights in White Satin have anything to do? Like, Did you notice it was on the TV in her room? and that
2: was on again in the guard shack i noticed that too was it on when she wakes up from the dream oh maybe no because i noted it that it was on when she was in her room
0: in the room and then the same movie is on in the guard shack but when -hmm. she wakes up from this dream and there's a tv on in her Mm -hmm. room Mm -hmm. is that what she's watching uh i don't remember i didn't write it down if it was okay well, the guard hands her a cup of coffee, tells her to drink the rest of this. He walks out the door, locking the screen door behind them. And uh, behind him, she's still in the guard shack. So she's yelling, buddy, buddy, please mm-hmm. <laughs> come
1: cracks back. cracks me up. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs>
0: buddy. Uh, so there's like a great, this scene I really like. Well, this whole scene is one of my favorites. But anyway, there's a the 40-second clip in this scene where it's just Lori in the office by herself. Mm-hmm. And you can like see her looking around. You see her through that screen door, but it's like. It's really eerie Yeah, because like you don't know where Michael is. You don't know where the guard went. You just see her, and she's basically helpless. Yeah. So Buddy returns. He starts to open the guard shack door, and as he does, Michael, freaking baseball bat swings this axe right yeah. into his back and slams him up against the door. Uh, Lori screams. I know, Seth, you're a big fan of Lori's mm. scream. Michael looks through the door, but Lori is gone. He walks around the shack looking through the windows. I mean, he clearly knows she's in there. Right. Um, then suddenly again, one of my favorite parts of this whole scene, he starts breaking out one of the windows and then he takes that axe and just starts beating the wall in.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like thrusting the axe through the side of the wall of this, of this guard shack and he's just like ripping chunks out of the wall. So he's like grunting and growling as he's doing it. And then finally he does break through the wall. So he raises the axe and as he brings it down into Lori's face, the camera turns black and she wakes up from her dream. Whoa. was a spooky dream. So, again, I love this scene. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in hor- in a horror movie. Now, do I like this movie more than the first one? We'll get to that later. But it just in terms of specific scenes, specific to a movie, I really like this scene. I love how brutal Michael is. Mm-hmm. And then when you find out it's a dream, it all kind of makes sense because of how Laurie feels about Michael. And I think it portrays how completely terrified of Michael she is.
2: Yeah. That's I me agree. squeaking. Sorry. Oh.
0: So f- from, like, the fact that he stabs that nurse so many times. So again, it's a dream. So this is her dreaming this, that he, that's how he's stabbing this nurse. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, to me, the whole thing just, just shows how terrified of, of him and what she thinks of him. Yeah. I mean, it was a good scene
2: for the most part, for
0: the most part. What did you not like about it?
2: Um, (laughs) actually there wasn't too much in this. I didn't hate in this scene Mm -hmm. anyway. That you didn't hate? Yeah. Okay, so you haven't hated the movie yet. No, I mean, I, I, aside from the white horse thing, and then I was like, hmm.
0: <laughs> the <I> white just, <laughs>
2: horse.
1: I just felt like, had I had not seen it already, I wouldn't have really thought she was in a dream or something. I don't know.
2: I didn't until well, until she fell in that thing of bodies. I was like, I don't know what this is. In a hospital, would even have this.
0: Yeah, so. clearly a dream. <clears throat> um. All right. Well, hey, scene four. This will tell which version of the movie you watched. Did yours say one year later or two years later?
1: Two years later.
0: So you watched the unrated director's cut. What did yours say? I don't know. I didn't note it. You're fucking very unhelpful. Yeah, I didn't write down. (laughs) Oh, no, I did.
2: It's two years later. So
0: you watched the unrated version as well. I must have. You had to have because the theatrical version is one year later. The director's cut unrated version is two years later good i'm glad you guys watched that one
1: i'm pretty sure she didn't fall in bodies in the one that i watched it was really on
0: youtube maybe it was really brief
2: like she wasn't in it very long Mm. yeah she's
0: not in the um theatrical version she does not fall in that pit of bodies and a bunch of other stuff is different as well um i prefer the director's cut which is the blu-ray i have i watched the theatrical version i didn't even know i had the theatrical version but i watched it on amazon Mm. Anyway, did you rent it or buy it?
2: I did the AMC trial thing, so I gotta cancel uh, it because <laughs> it. it was like nine bucks. I'm like, I'm fucking buying this for nine I bucks. I ain't
0: paying for this. Scene four, two years later, director's cut, one year later, theatrical version. Lori wakes up and walks into the bathroom looking at herself and she says, Come on, he's dead. He's fucking dead. She swallows some pills and cleans off her face. We see Bracken and Annie in the kitchen. Quick question. Sure. Did
2: Was Michael in the mirror? Because I I had to rewind it. it. There was something in the mirror, and then when she closed it, it was gone.
0: Um, If there was, I didn't notice it. He's in the mirror later. Right, but it looked like
2: he was in it. You'll have to look and see. Hmm.
0: I'll go back and look, but I don't remember him being in the mirror. Hmm. Uh, We see Brackett and Annie in the kitchen discussing how Lori was screaming last night. Annie's making breakfast, and Brackett takes all the fucking coffee.
2: And the house is disgusting.
0: Yeah, Yeah, their house is pretty gross. Lori comes down for breakfast and Annie tells uh, Brackett not to forget the pizza, whole wheat crust, and Lori yells, no meat. Hmm. You think she's channeling her inner Rob Zombie because he's a vegan? That could be. Probably. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Lori and Annie discuss her dream and how she can't get back to uh, something as simple as sleep. Lori tells her she doesn't remember much, but it was the hospital dream again, but she hasn't had that one in a long time. So, in your guys' version, did they get into an argument here?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. So, you guys did watch the unrated Mm -hmm. version. So, on the director, or on the theatrical version here, she does not argue with Annie. Annie just says, one day at a time, and then Laurie repeats her, and then it cuts to the... Um, Therapist. Therapist. Yes. But in the unrated version, they get into like an arc. I think Lori gets real shitty with her when she tells Mm -hmm. her that. right? She
1: gets annoyed she's like, I don't need you to say that.
0: Beautiful. So the movie cuts to Lori in therapy talking about her dreams. Her therapist tells her that she's concerned, but not surprised. It's Halloween and Halloween is a big trigger point for her. Lori tells her that she knows Michael's dead, that she knows he's not coming back for some stupid holiday. We find out that they never found his body. He's objectively dead, but he's living in her mind and her heart and in her emotions. That's the reality they have to treat her from now, is what she says. Mm-hmm. So in your version, the unrated version, she sees the Rorschach thing on the wall, correct? The mm-hmm. ink blot? Yeah. Yes. And she says it looks like a white horse. Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That does not happen in the theatrical version. Ah. Um, she tells her that she's been thinking about her parents a lot, and she really misses them, and she starts crying. So that's where mine ended. In yours, it should have been, uh, I think she tells her that she can't stand Annie because she's a constant reminder of yep. what happened. Is that yep. correct? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the record, I don't have that written down. I'm just going straight off memory. Yeah, Cause <sighs> she says like, sometimes it's so bad. I just want to like punch her. or yeah. something. I was yeah. Like, Jesus. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See, I enjoy the unrated version better because I feel like this movie is like, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's really a, a, Gives us an understanding of how Lori's mental deterioration is happening, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It totally changes. Yes. Okay. So scene five, Rockstar Loomis 2.0. We see Loomis walking into a hotel for a conference, talking to his publicist. Loomis sees a picture of himself dressed up almost like the original 1978 version of Loomis. He tells her that's the old Loomis. He wants the new Loomis. I hate him in this movie. Me too. He's awful in this movie. He's terrible. such a
1: diva. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, such a diva. Yeah, I fucking hate him on uh,
0: this. Scene six, Empire Records. Lori shows up at the music store she works at, and of course she's late. She gets a lecture about political fuck the man mentality as they sarcastically make fun of the old man owner as he walks off with a stack of books. Her friends, Maya and Harley, try to talk Lori into going to a dress-up Halloween party with him that evening. We cut to Loomis's conference as he tells, Michael's, uh, tells Michael that his mother has died, and we hear Michael tell him that that's okay, he'll see her again, but he won't see him. Loomis starts to take Q&As, question and answers, as the reporter asks him if he feels responsible for the deaths of 15 victims. They ask him if since the body was never found, if he thinks that he's, if Michael's still alive, and will he make a comeback? Loomis yells that Michael Myers is fucking dead. Let me spell it out for you. D-E-A-D. The camera cuts to Michael walking through a field uh, with old tattered clothing on. He's carrying a bag. He has a large beard and is wearing a hood over his head. He walks into a barn and he sees Deborah, Mrs. Myers, who tells him that they're counting on him. She wants him to bring them home this year. The young Michael appears in front of uh, Michael and tells Mrs. Myers that he understands.
2: It's Halloween. You have to get ready.
0: Mm -hmm. So we see a little bit of dialogue back and forth between Michael and Mrs. Myers, but it's never like the adult Michael talking. It's always the young Michael Mm -hmm. talking, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So clearly all this is going on in his head. Scene seven. Shut up, Ivan. Three hillbillies are driving a truck through a field as we see them come upon Michael. I call them jacks. <laughs> they are. They get out and approach Michael, saying he's a big, he, he's as big as he is dumb. He's seven about, foot fucktard. That's what they say. The driver of the truck hits Michael in the back with a tire iron as Michael falls to the ground. The other man continues to hit Michael in the back with a baseball bat. The young girl gets out of the truck to stop the men from hitting him they shouldn't have done that nope they get back in the truck and as the girl apologizes to michael we see michael sit up in the headlights of the truck and he puts the mask on and stands up holding a knife so i do love this scene because so michael's like kneeling on the ground in front of this truck so it's just it's dark out the truck headlights are shining on michael you kind of see michael's silhouette and you see him like put the mask back on yeah that was actually creepy i like that part yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah great scene so Michael walks up to the truck. He grabs one of the men and cuts him across the eyes. I thought this was fucking yes. brilliant. Mm-hmm. He like slices him right across the eyes, So it doesn't kill him like he cut his throat, but it like cuts his like his eyes are gone. Right. Did it <laughs> slice through his eyes? Well, I like, couldn't tell s- if like it couldn't either, but he was bleeding from there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It's fucking not something <sighs> you ever see. But could you imagine It'd be awful? No. Um, He walks up to the truck driver, or the driver of the truck, which was the guy that hit him with tire iron, and he um, slams him into the hood of the truck, which has, I think they're deer antlers on it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like (laughs) impaled by these deer antlers. Yep. So fucking cool. So then he walks around the truck, breaks the glass, and pulls the girl out of the truck, dragging her across the field, stabbing her aggressively. After he kills the three, he walks back behind the truck, and there's a dog in a cage, Mm -hmm. and he just drags Mm -hmm. his knife across the cage. I was like,
1: I don't know. hate
0: that. Hate it um correct me if i'm wrong but didn't he do that in the first one with the rat the rat was in the cage doesn't he drag something across the he cage does, yeah okay yeah. i thought so uh, so it's kind of a call back to the original right so even though michael's somewhat of an adult and he's humongous he's still really a little kid i think it's what also what ralzami was trying to portray is that he's humongous but really mentally he's still that little kid mm-hmm. Um, scene eight starving Marvin. Uh, c-
2: so <laughs> disgusting.
0: The scene opens with bracket Annie and Lori eating pizza and discussing old Westerns. Lori tells him that she hopes the dead rotting meat didn't touch her apples. So he fucked up. He ordered the pizza wrong. He didn't get the whole wheat crust and he did order meat on the pizza, but he must have did like a half and half. Lori he, is not happy.
3: Did
2: he have that gross hair in the first one? um i'm trying to remember Uh, i maybe he had a hat on the whole
1: time i feel like he he did but yeah he wore his hat more
0: i think he was never really um a real clean cut guy but i I feel like he's
2: a lot grosser in this one
0: bracket tells her that man was meant to eat meat we all have a little caveman in us so as he says this the camera cuts back and forth between uh, their dinner and michael's dinner which we, we find out michael's cutting up the dog and eating it raw so as Michael eats the dog, Lori starts to get sick and she runs to the bathroom and vomits in the toilet. So in my opinion, I actually like the cuz I think it shows the connection between Michael mm-hmm. and Lori and how they're, they're really connected. Almost like what's that called? When two twins can like sense each other's thoughts. What's that called?
2: <sighs> I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I can't think of what it is, but yeah, I noted here. Are they connected? Question mark.
0: I feel like it does. It shows that it shows their connection through the scene. Um, so it almost makes me wonder cause she talked earlier about how she's having these dreams mm-hmm. and, and all these things, etc., that are happening. I wonder if it's almost like they're like channeling each other somehow, but I don't know. Back in the barn where Michael uh, was hiding, we see that he is having a vision of Mrs. Myers talking with the young Michael. He tells her that he has something to show her. The camera cuts to a black and white scene where Michael and Deborah walk up to Lori lying on a table. This is a weird scene yeah there's snow falling on her and he tells deborah that he's found boo michael asks deborah if they can be a family again and she tells him not yet michael not yet as he hand as um as hands come up through the floor of the table uh, through the floor through the table they grab Lori. she screams and then we see Lori wake up from a nap so again the movie but all the people like at the dinner table are like pumpkins and stuff with faces like it was odd i think they're masks that he had made previously Okay. So I wonder if we went back to the first movie and looked oh. at the masks in his room, okay. if yeah. those would be similar to some of those masks that were in his room. Okay, that would make more yeah.
1: sense.
2: Cause I was like, well, who the fuck are these people?
0: <laughs>
1: I thought the same thing. I'm
2: yeah. pretty
0: sure that cause one looks like a big pumpkin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering if those correlate back to masks that he had made previously and that's what he was seeing. Um, but the movie to this point is doing a great job of setting up the connection between Michael and Laurie. Clearly, the dream was Michael's, but it's almost as if Laurie is also having the same dreams, like simultaneously. Because we, the that scene starts with Michael having the dream, but then it wakes up with Laurie waking up because she's being pulled through the, the table. table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I think it's another connection showing not just their connection, but also her like mental deterioration. I think throughout this after right. this whole. You know, she clearly has post-traumatic stress, right? Oh, yeah.
3: I
2: mean, after all that. For sure.
0: But I think it also goes one step further than that, showing that, okay, she yeah, she's a victim from all this, but really it, it goes way way further than that. Um, But yeah, I didn't I didn't hate the scene. I don't think it's a terrible scene. Like, I think it's very Rob Zombie. Fair. Yeah. I just scene. thought the
2: people at the table were weird.
0: Reminds me a lot of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, honestly. Yeah. Back in, nope, fuck that up. Whoops. <laughs> scene nine, October 30th, the scene opens with Haddenfield the Haddonfield sign. We see Michael walking across the field behind it, clearly making his way back to Haddonfield. The camera cuts to Dr. Loomis doing an interview and being interrupted by his publicist. They are in front of the Myers house for the interview and the publicist tells him that it's sick and she didn't sign on for this. He tells her that he is selling sizzle. It's in bad taste. Selling the sizzle, not the steak, Seth. It doesn't matter how the steak tastes.
1: I hate that, that saying
0: fucking hate this dude he yells at her and tells her that it's business it's business woman see and i'm not buying that loomis like turned into this either you're not no you don't think it went to his head i don't think so but uh, i i mildly disagree but we can talk about that in one second he tells her that when he wants her opinion he'll beat it out of her wow whoa so Let's discuss. Loomis is a completely different person in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, Very. totally. Not
2: even close.
0: He's become completely disconnected. mm mm-hmm. um, So, the reason I am not surprised by this is the fact that when we first meet Loomis, he walks into the school, and he's, like, this cool cat. He's got, like, this, this slick back hair. He's got the sunglasses on. Like, I feel like he wants to be famous. Maybe. I don't know. I did call him Rockstar Loomis. I mean.
2: That's true.
1: <laughs> it just seemed like he was, he really wanted to like help. Yeah. For so long. Like he had such a good connection or a better connection with him in the first one. And then this yeah. one, he just like doesn't care. Hates his guts. Wants to be rich.
0: Well, he's like a dick to everybody just too. Completely different. Yeah. yeah.
1: He wasn't like that in the first one.
0: That's true. Plus I think in the first one, they did a really great job of showing how much he did care for Michael and how he looked at Michael almost like a son. Yeah. And then even at the end of Halloween where he, Michael never kills him. Like he had plenty of opportunities to kill him and Michael never did. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Um, but I, I then again, I, Loomis talks about in Halloween one, how basically his entire life revolves around Michael. And that was, he didn't have any, th- what you say? His third marriage or something, yeah. Yeah. something to that affects. So he had been married, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems to me like he just cashed all in on it. But, um, So we cut back to Lori, who's uh, waiting on her shower to warm up. She kind of falls asleep, sitting and waiting for the shower to warm up. Um, She has another vision of herself dressed as Michael from Halloween in the sweater and the clown mask from the first movie. She envisions the Ronnie death scene, but in this, in her version, she's dressed as Michael. She has on the um, clown mask, and Mm -hmm. it's Annie who's actually taped up in the chair. Yeah,
2: it goes through the whole, like, getting the tape out of the drawer and Mm -hmm. that whole thing again.
0: But she is Michael, Mm -hmm. and Annie is Ronnie. So yeah. I think in, they do a much better job in the director's cut of this, and I don't know why they didn't re- just release the director's cut uh, instead of the theatrical version. Well, I, I do know a few reasons why, but um, I think it does a better job of showing just Laurie's hatred of Annie. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah.
1: She's yeah. pissed.
0: So as she cuts Annie's throat in, in her vision, she starts to seize and shake. So Lori's like having like seizures and shaking in real life as she's having this mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. But she screams, D- Die, you fucking bitch, repeatedly. Mm. Yeah. Um, then we see her dressed in all black in a casket as snow's falling all around her. As she wakes up, she starts talking to her bear buddy, telling him that she's going crazy. So I don't think that's in your guys' version. No. So when she wakes up in the theatrical version, she has this conversation with her bear. And the bear's name is Buddy, which if you remember, the security guard's name was Mm -hmm. Buddy earlier. So I think that also goes back to show that, hey, she was dreaming, and that's why she named that guy Buddy, Mm -hmm. because he was supposed to be like a sense of uh, safety, maybe, because he's like a security guard. And then that's, you know, generally kids sleep with stuffed animals because it makes Mm -hmm. them feel safe, right? Right. Ain't no bear in the one I watched. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. So like I said, there's basically two versions Mm -hmm. of this movie, which I think, again, I like the director's cut better, but there's definitely... You know, we need to probably – because I don't know which people are going to watch. So, Um, yeah, so in Halloween 1, we we really see Michael's descent into madness from the point of him being a child all the way through when he actually came back after Laurie. In my opinion, Halloween 2 is the story of how Laurie is slowly descending into the same state that we end up seeing Michael at. Mm -hmm. And at almost the same age, I think, right? Because when Mm -hmm. he broke out and came back after her, it was what – 15 years mm-hmm. later. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. was on 18, 19, 20, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. And that's pretty much where she's at. Yeah. And it's a very annoying descent.
3: <sighs> oh, Seth.
0: <laughs> the scene cuts to Loomis on the news as bracket is watching Loomis discussing how the sheriff fucked up the case. And that's why there's no body and nobody uh, has ever been found. He also says that there is more information that's come out. And in his new book about Michael, you can read about this information. It's very important, but he doesn't say what it is. As he closes the interview, he says, freaks always find their way home. That okay. must have been another part that
1: yeah. wasn't in ours, because I don't... Cause Cause the that's next not on the scene for
2: us is like her going to see the therapist. Yeah. Again? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: She wants meds. Like, uh, she wants to be put on meds. Yeah. So she's like, like the, no, you don't need them.
2: And she's really fucking annoying in this scene.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's not in the theatrical Because it the show's
2: like downtown, and there's the strip club owner dressed up as Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they show all that, and then her at the therapist screaming about medicine. Just.
0: Okay, see, so that's not in the theatrical <laughs> version, but yes. Yeah. Okay, scene 10, the Red Rabbit. The scene opens to the Red Rabbit where Deborah was a stripper. The wall has a humongous picture. It's like a, a mural of Deborah Myers on it. I think it doesn't it say the butcher's mom or something. I forget what it says, but uh, anyway. Okay, wait, there was more
2: that, is there more skipping for you? Because, like, we see Michael walking through a field again. Then the sheriff is watching the Loomis interview. Okay. Right. And Annie's... Or Lori's drinking a beer in her room and Annie comes in.
0: Yeah. Mm, okay. See, that's not in the theatrical version. So she makes a
2: bitchy comment about Lori's new work friends.
0: Amaya and Harley. Yeah. Yes. And
2: then yeah. they fight...
1: She's like, are you drinking booze?
0: Yeah, and Annie like
2: storms out and slams the door. Because I think
0: yeah. Annie catches her drinking, right? And yeah. then mm-hmm. she makes a comment, yes, about Maya and Harley and how they're not good influences on Lori. Because yeah. mm-hmm. obviously Lori started drinking, yeah. and et Etc. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the scene you're talking about is Michael and Deborah standing outside of a billboard. They see Loomis on a billboard, don't they? Yes, yes. they see the yep. book. Mm-hmm. And it looks yep. like they're watching the line go into the book Because the way it's cut, I remember it always looks weird to me because the way they cut it, it looks like you have Deborah, Mrs. Myers, and Michael. They're looking at the billboard, but then it cuts and you see all those people standing in line to go in. See, this happens later. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is after the whole strip club thing. Gotcha. Okay. Um, So my version, the theatrical version, opens with the Red Rabbit where Deborah was a stripper. Uh, One of the workers Mm -hmm. takes the trash out and bitches about the owner and one of the strippers who pissed him off earlier. Um, As he throws the trash away in the dumpster, Michael walks up behind him. The worker starts talking a little bit of shit to Michael. The worker tells him that the boss doesn't like bums out here rooting through the dumpster. I took it that he was the bouncer? I think he's the bouncer, yes. That's right, okay. He's like, enjoy the
1: herpes, old man. That's what he (laughs) says,
0: yeah. And he's also like counting money, I think, when the scene opens. I don't know if he's like embezzling money from the strip club. Something weird is going on there. But uh, anyway, the worker, the bouncer guy tells him to... Take the easy road out and hit the bricks, Dorothy. He tries to uh, walk by Michael, and Michael kind of bumps him, stops him from getting by him. Mm-hmm. The man punches Michael right in the fucking face, dude. Doesn't even move. Uh-uh. Doesn't impact him whatsoever. And I think that that point, the bouncer's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Michael picks him up with one arm and slams him on the ground. stands over him, looking down at him, and then he sp- starts to stomp his face oh, in. God, yeah. awesome. As we see Michael, the camera pans over to Deborah, who's standing next to him holding young Michael's hand and she looks nuts. With
1: crazy mm. eyes. Yeah. I put crazy eyes. Not she God. looks
0: <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> crazy yeah. Eyes. So I think they showed that mural of Deborah. So Michael saw that of his mom, right? Mm-hmm. And he got bullied in the beginning of the first movie and they pull out that flyer of his mom. They all make fun of him because his mom's a stripper. He goes back to where she was a stripper at and then just takes it out on this guy. So I think... Again, to me, it's weird seeing him take out his anger on these people, but when it shows her, it's almost like she's living through him.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: So back inside, we see the owner messing around with one of the strippers. Michael opens the office door and walks in as they scream at him to get out. Did you
2: have the part where Debbie's walking down the stage? In the, in the strip club Mm-mm, that's not yeah. in this one yeah because she says only a river of blood can bring them home
0: <laughs> is that what she says yeah and she's walking down the stripper mm-hmm. thing uh-huh. okay yeah. is she like in her stripper outfit or is no, she in her in regular and the, the white yeah, okay the,
1: the gown
0: yeah the gown <laughs> so the owner pulls out a handgun from the desk drawer runs at michael with the gun which if you got a gun why are you gonna run at i it? don't know why he lunged out he should just shot him Stupid i think a, ass yeah, but I think it's that's probably realistic because not everybody that owns a gun, if they were to pull the gun, they probably aren't actually going to shoot somebody. This yeah. was
1: actually where I realized how much they say fuck throughout the movie. Oh my God, mm. it's constant. Because the owner or whatever was like, what the fuck are you doing in yeah. here? Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker. A like, lot just... of fucks.
0: Did you feel like you were hanging out at my house on a Friday? I did, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, oh, this is pretty normal, actually.
0: <laughs> my mom told me she can't listen to our podcast at work because I like cuss too much. I said, get yes. some headphones, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I mean, really? Is
1: she just listening to it out <laughs> in the open like that? That's what I said. What's Damn. wrong with you, woman?
2: Yeah, I can't listen to it at work either because it's like, fuck
1: that. So now everybody in the waiting room knows our, <laughs> <laughs> our
0: shit. They know that Seth looks at his <laughs> asshole while he's <laughs> home alone in the mirror. She should just put it on for the people in the
2: waiting yeah, room to like, listen to yeah. over the speakers.
1: Agreed. Mm, yeah. Agreed.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> Continue.
0: Michael slams the owner against the desk, breaking his arm. The stripper gets out of the room, into the hallway, and as she does, we see that Michael hung the uh, bouncer – I called him Face Stomp Guy – in like the lights. He's like hanging mm. in the hallway by a string of lights. Inside the office, Michael breaks the owner's arm, which I said earlier. Ugh, you see it. Mm. Oh, it's great. Bone sticking out. He yeah. follows the owner out into the hallway and slams him on the ground. In the hallway, he beats the stripper's head off of a glass mirror. While doing so, she grabs and rips part of his mask off. So mm. now we can not only to see like his eye hole, but there's a humongous like piece missing. Rip out of it, which mm. I actually thought it was good. I like no. the withered mask. Um So, again, I think the purpose for me of this scene, in my opinion, disagree with me if you'd like, is that we see Michael getting revenge for Deborah, Mrs. Myers, um, in that place where she used to work.
2: Did you see the strip club sign changed from open to closed?
0: Oh, I didn't notice that. (laughs) It was like the neon sign.
2: Yep. Holy shit. That's how the scene ended for Attention our version.
0: to detail, Seth. Yeah. Seth. I notice a lot more when I watch these sober. <laughs> <laughs> we should start doing them in the morning. We'll call it Coffee with the Crew. Oh, I just watched it this morning. Good. We could have a new shirt. It'll be like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I'll like, say Coffee with the Crew. Yes. What do you want to do? Let's have Coffee with the Crew. Yeah. Should. Hey. And that
1: should also be like another shirt design that we should like put out there
0: mm, I think we should put it on a set of panties okay. panties Mm-hmm.
2: okay are we all going to wear panties while we do
0: coffee with the crew only panties mm. oh that could be brisk I have panties on now oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> interesting <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> scene 11 Halloween October 31st we see Brackett reading Loomis's book in his office and we can see that Loomis put a picture of Lori in the new book and has revealed that Lori is Michael's sister we see Brackett calling Annie to try to get a hold of Lori before she reads the book he asks Annie to find Lori and give him a call when she does oh shit as this is happening we see Lori walking by a bookstore seeing Loomis's book displayed inside the window she walks in to get a copy at this point, we cut to Loomis at a book signing and being... Uh, see, this
2: is where we see Michael sees the billboard here. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. So this is the point where he sees the billboard. Deb and Debbie and young Michael are standing there too.
1: Okay. She's like, he's still out there rich yeah. and famous because of our pain. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: That's exactly
0: what she said. <laughs> Old Deb. It's true though. It's true. We cut to Loomis at the book signing. He's being in real sleaze to a redheaded woman. I think he says, are you a true redhead?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Would you fuck me?
0: I'd fuck <laughs> me. I'd
2: fuck me. Mm.
0: A guy named Chet walks up and asks (laughs) Loomis to make the book out to Chet with two T's, the bringer of death. Hmm. After an awkward exchange with Chet, another man brings a book up to sign. Loomis opens the book and pulls out a picture of Linda from the first movie. He tells Loomis that this is a picture of his daughter, Linda. His monster killed her. He butchered her. Hmm. The man tells him that he's a killer, and then he butchered his baby. The man tells him that he's going to get him. As security comes over to the man to pull him away, he pulls out a gun, points it at Loomis, but security grabs him and the gun gets pointed at the ceiling. I don't think the gun ever gets shot because later uh-uh. we find out it was actually empty. Yep. We see Loomis and his publicist riding in a limo as Loomis asks her if she thinks he's crossing the line. She tells him that yes, he absolutely is. These are people's lives he's toying with, and there will be serious repercussions. Mm-hmm. She's calling it. Yep. Just then we cut to Lori reading Loomis's book in her car. As She reads the section on herself. She slams the book against the steering wheel, screaming. God, I can already tell how you're going to answer this question, Seth, but do you think this is a natural reaction to finding out this type of information about oneself? I don't know. This is where I know.
2: I said, she's really annoying me in this movie. <laughs> I don't know if I would like do that. I mean, it might be upset or mad, but I don't think I would
1: beat the during Yeah, I think that's clearly like her bloodline of violence. Yeah. Popping out. Yeah. I
0: think it plays right into who she, um, biologically is. Yeah. I mean, she could have just been like, Oh, that's interesting. <laughs>
2: okay. Or <just> so <laughs> yeah. you know what an I mean? interesting turn of events. So this guy
0: comes <laughs> after you, he kills all your friends except for Annie, you're seriously demented afterward and having all these psychological issues afterward. Then you find out he's your brother and then you had this whole s- other family. Keep in mind, he killed her mom and dad also. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, hmm. <laughs> I don't okay. know what I would do. I just, she just... Re-
1: he still wouldn't be beating the steering wheel yeah, is
2: what he's trying to say. Yeah, I still would not be this I don't annoying. find
0: that completely out of the realm of possibility, I guess is what I'm saying. True. And I also think people do different things when they're alone. Like you look at your butthole in the mirror when you're yeah. alone. I feel like yeah. when people find information out when they're by themselves, they don't really feel the need to stay cool, calm, and collected. That's true. Mm, maybe. I don't know. But we were watching Josh. So Shit, she was the not other day alone. I got some Taco Bell for myself. I got home to eat it. The order was wrong, and that's how I acted. Well, see,
2: that I could see with yeah. you.
1: He just threw it to the ground and then started like stomping all <laughs> yeah. over it. I
0: think she said fuck like 12 times in the scene.
2: Yeah, she did.
0: Anyway, we see Lori pull up in front of the Brackett's house. She runs up the stairs to her room to get some clothes. Annie asks her what's going on, and Lori tells her that she must get out of here. She asks Annie, did you know? Of course you did. Daddy's little girl. Annie grabs Lori and tells her that she can call her dad and they can work this all out. Lori tells her, tell your dad that Angel says, fuck you. (laughs) So Angel is her actual name. Angel Mm -hmm. Myers is Lori's actual name.
1: Poor Annie's just like, who the fuck is that? Like, (laughs) what are you talking about, crazy?
0: Uh... I have a question about Annie in a minute. but So we see Lori driving angrily as Annie calls Brackett and fills him in. Brackett sends a deputy over to the house to guard Annie. During the scene, we see Lori arrive at Maya's house and ask her if she can crash at her house. As Lori tries to explain to Maya what's happening, Harley walks in in her slutty outfit. Lori tells them that she is Angel Myers, Michael Myers' sister. She pulls out the book and shows them her picture in Loomis' book. Her friends don't know what to say. So I have a couple questions, and I honestly don't know the answer to them at this point. Does Brackett know that Michael killed the people at the strip club? Is that why he sends the deputy over? Or is he worried that Lori found out who she is and she's going to hurt Annie?
1: I, th- I think the it's... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. That's what I had always thought is that he understands who she is yeah. and now he's worried about annie not from michael but from laurie mm-hmm. yeah okay because
2: annie doesn't know right annie does not know right because he doesn't the only, doesn't tell her he just you know says bracket yes bracket yeah
0: the only people that know are bracket and loomis i believe in the first movie right because bracket remember he's got that whole backstory of how he helped get the baby out of there and didn't report yeah. it and yada yada okay Scene 12, Chris Hardwick makes an appearance. Of course he does. The scene opens with Chris Hardwick and Weird Al Yankovic introducing Dr. <laughs> Loomis into their talk show. As Hardwick and uh, Weird Al joke about Loomis, he gets pissed. We see him storming off backstage discussing how humiliated he is. As this happens, we cut to Michael walking down a street through Haddonfield. His kids trick or treat in the neighborhood. A small boy dressed like a clown. Runs along a fence line and stops right in front of Michael. So the boy asks if he's a giant and if they can be friends. The oh. sheer size of Michael in this scene is insane, yeah. and it really shows how gross he is. Yeah, he's got a, a stink. Humongous. He's got that big ass beard.
1: And how innocent children are.
0: <sighs> yeah, that's Coming true, up to too. This can huge
1: we be friends?
0: Man? That'd be my friend. My friend. That'd be my kid's. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: yeah I mean any kid though they're just like Mm -hmm. fearless with that kind of stuff it seems like fearless fearless.
0: we cut back to Lori, Harley and Maya drinking and talking about skipping the party Maya is into it but clearly Harley wants to go to this party Harley's trying to get laid Mm -hmm. Lori Mm -hmm. stands up on the table and says she wants to get drunk and party she doesn't fucking care (laughs) anymore Seth did you draw boobs on my paper? no he he drew a dick on mine Oh, I did? Oh. oh boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You I actually forgot I did that. <laughs> scene 13 Rockabilly Halloween. The three girls arrive at the Halloween party, which is huge. I want to be at this party.
1: I said I want to go to this party. <laughs> this is a big party. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: There's a band, there's strippers, and fancy lighting. Three of my favorite things. Boom. Mm-hmm. In no specific order. And it's all outside. Yeah, it's out of doors. Mm, out of doors. <laughs> Lori is dressed up like a dead maid, and we see her drinking and dancing around the party. The camera cuts to Annie yelling at the deputy that her dad has sent to uh, help her, to help protect her. Uh, asking him what he's going to do, jack hole. Oh, Annie. We could have skipped that scene. Back at the party, we see more tits and Harley dancing with a person dressed like a wolf man. They walk out to the, walk out of the party, and she asks <laughs> asks if he likes her outfit. She tells him that she's a chick dressed like a dude who wants to be a chick.
2: Hmm. He's like, so are you a chick?
0: Yes. He So he does ask her, <laughs> you are about a chick. A dick,
2: and he's like, well, I don't really care either way right now.
0: <laughs> uh. Not, then he asks her, you, but you do have a vagina. He wanted, to, he wanted to solidify that fact. They walk to the shagging wagons, he calls it. As she throws him in the van and shuts the door. Like Harley's frisky.
1: Um. I like that he told her that like it gets him a lot of pussy. He yeah.
0: did say that. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's just like cool,
0: he's, cool. He's clearly a verge. You know what would have made this scene better if she had said, totally,
1: totally, yeah, Lindsay.
0: just <laughs> <laughs> so that. Inside the van, the Wolfman tells Harley how much sex he gets in the shagging wagon, and he tells she tells him that talking isn't working, and attacks him, like jumps him, jumps his face. She crams her vag right in his face. But she right doesn't even
2: it. know what this
1: dude looks like. He looks like the Wolfman. I know. I was like, take the mask off, bro.
0: Yeah. He tells her that uh, he must take a piss. I gotta take a pee, man. I'll be right back. I say clearly, he does not know how to handle Harley. He's got to. Yeah. He's got to take a quick break. Wolfman walks over to a tree, starts to oh, piss on the. <laughs>
2: What? i didn't notice what she said she's like well maybe i like golden showers
0: oh yeah she did say that i didn't realize that he's like that's gross yeah <laughs> so he walks over to a tree starts peeing and as he's as he's taking a leak on the tree we see michael come out of the shadows and slams him stabbing him up against the tree the camera cuts back to harley in the van drinking a beer michael busted the back doors of the uh the van well, he actually busted the back the windows window. yeah of the van he grabs Harley, strangling her, very similar to that um, Annie scene in, in the original Halloween, I thought. As he's killing Harley, the camera pans back and forth between him killing Harley and Lori inside the party dancing.
1: This so is probably the least violent death. Kill. But what yeah. was
2: cool about it, I don't know in the version you watched, Josh, but it goes completely silent, and then you hear her neck break.
0: Mm, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sign here. Well, I think Zombie does a great job of that in, all, in these movies specifically. Like, like We talked about it in Halloween 1 where Annie gets out of the house, but he grabs her, pulls her back in, shuts mm-hmm. the door, and the score stops. Yeah. And I think the beginning when he kills the nurse, um, that last time he stabs her and lets go of the knife, the music stops. Mm-hmm. And then again here, and then later it happens with Brackett. But uh, we cut to Loomis in his hotel room watching a disastrous interview that he did with Hardwick and Weird Al. Uh, he comes to the realization that no one's going to take him seriously. Uh, back at the party, Lori's stumbling around looking for Maya as she sees Mrs. Meyer standing in front of her with young Michael. She tells her that it's time to come home, Angel. Michael asks if she's ready, and Mrs. Meyer says, soon. Just then, Lori thinks she's being attacked by Michael and starts freaking out, which just comes into play largely later. But mm-hmm. So she thinks she is being grabbed by adult Michael from the back, right? Mm-hmm. Right and is like freaking out. She's up against this pole and we can see that nothing is touching her. It's like a stuffed bear. Yeah. Yes. And it's like she, it's her. It's all in her head. Nobody has her. Nobody's grabbing her. She's like flinging herself around. So Maya walks up out of nowhere and gets her uh, breaking off her vision that she's having. They leave the party discussing Harley finding her own way home. Oh, this one's tough. What? Scene 14. Oh. Oh, sweet Annie. Yeah. The scene opens with Annie answering Brackett's phone call and telling him to stop checking in on her.
2: Stop, Daddy.
0: We see the cop outside guarding the house (laughs) as he lights a cigarette. We see Michael come out from behind a tree and grab him by the neck, breaking his neck. Inside the house, Annie walks up the stairs and into her bathroom. Inside her room, we see Mrs. Myers and young Michael watching her as she's Mm -hmm. doing her thing. Annie opens the medicine cabinet mirror door, and when she shuts it, we see Michael's mask in the mirror behind her. That
2: was a really scary view of the mask, I thought.
0: It was, it was really good. And what's more terrifying is she doesn't even notice it. I know. Cause I rewound yeah. it and watched that part again. So she like is, I think she got toothpaste out or something, but she's yeah. like doing that. And then finally she notices that he's in the room with her. Mm-hmm. And this is again, a freaking phenomenal scene. So it, she tries to run from him, right? As she's, she does run from and She's mm-hmm. running from him all of the sound stops mm-hmm. and it goes to the slow motion cut of Annie trying to run from Michael. And then the camera goes black. And all we hear is Annie screaming and Michael grunting.
2: Mm-hmm. There's like stuff falling over and crashing sounds. and Right. But no. you don't no. see anything. No, you all don't you... see any of it. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So as this scene plays out, Lori and Maya pull up to the, in front of the brackets house, as they walk into the, uh, onto the porch, we see that the deputy is dead in his car. They don't see that. We do. Um, as Lori walks onto the porch, we see I'm sorry. As Lori walks onto the porch, she says, Hey world, I'm Michael Myers' sister. I am so fucked. Yeah, it's like shut up. Uh, bitch. Yeah, Go in the she house. was
1: really fucking annoying at that yeah, point. I, I was like, Oh Well, she's
0: drunk. I think we can all agree we've been there, right? Yeah. I know I have. Well, it's just yeah. the fact
1: that he's like there. <laughs> he's yeah. like on the porch yelling it. I'm like,
0: God. So they walk into the house and we see a shot from the front of the house as Michael you can see him walk by one of the windows upstairs. I'm not sure if that was seen in your version cuz your guys's version here is different than mine. I did not see oh, that, but we see him when they're in the kitchen making tea. Okay, yeah. so the tea scene is actually cut from the theatrical version yeah. altogether. He so like s- walks
2: by in the other room while they're making mm-hmm. tea. Okay. Yeah.
0: So in the theatrical version, when they walk into the house, they start going right up the steps and your uh, guys's version they're in the kitchen and aren't they discussing mm-hmm. what type of tea they're going to make? Yeah. 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 Okay. And then I think there's more conversation about Annie, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't remember what they said, but it wasn't a very long scene. And it doesn't have a lot of relevance to the no, story uh-uh. in my opinion. Um, so anyway, they're in the house. They, um, they walk up the steps and, um, Lori starts to notice that the house is like freaking destroyed. Mm-hmm. As Lori sees what's happened and is comprehending what's happened, what's going on, we actually start to see cuts then. So it's cutting between Lori, like seeing something and putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. But as it's happening, it's almost like we get a glimpse into Lori's brain or mind as she's putting this together. So are we and actually getting to see what happened. Yeah. Um, so we cut to scenes of Michael chasing Annie, uh, He, her screaming. Lori opens the bathroom door, and Annie's laying on the floor cut up and naked. She's slashed all over oh the place. God, There's blood, blood everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. Annie picks up her head and hugs her. And I think I'm missing a part here. I think when this is happening, um, when Annie finally realizes that Michael is in the room with her, doesn't Mrs. Myers say, go have some fun? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he, like, annihilates Annie. So, again, there's blood everywhere. It's all over the walls, all over the tub. She is just destroyed. Uh, we see Maya run downstairs. She picks up the phone. She's calling the police. We cut back to Annie and Lori. Lori tells her that she loves her so much. She's so sorry. Annie gurgles and tries to breathe and talk, but it's not really getting much out. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, Maya, um, she doesn't know the address, so she goes out on the front porch to get the house number, and as she's giving the police the house number, Michael pulls her back in the house by her hair. Mm-hmm. He throws her on the ground and continues to stab her to death. Again, very, uh, very violently. Yes. Uh, Lori puts Annie down and locks both of the doors. So this bathroom, there's two ways into the bathroom, one on, on the front side and one on the like the back side mm-hmm. to get in and out of this bathroom. Uh, we cut the bracket at the police station. He's smoking a cigarette, and he's informed that a phone call came from his house, and there's something going on there. Back at the bracket house, Lori's holding Annie, telling her to stay with her as we see Annie stop breathing and slowly dies in Lori's arms. So but Annie,
2: Annie tells her to go at some point, doesn't she?
0: Mm, I don't think in my version, but mm-hmm. possibly because she's trying to talk and trying I to get something out. Go like leave. okay,
2: yeah.
0: Um, so this scene is freaking brutal. Um, so after she's dead, Laurie still begs Annie not to leave her. So basically, to me, it was it, this was the last piece of her past life, basically leaving. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was a sad, a sad moment. Especially since I mean, this is not directly related to this movie, but like. Daniel Harris is in a ton of Halloween yeah. movies, right? Yeah. And this is the first time you actually, I mean, yeah, she gets pretty fucked up in Halloween, but she survives. Yeah. yeah. But.
1: He's sad.
0: Yeah. So um, suddenly Michael starts beating on the uh, the bathroom doors. Lori gets up and runs out the backside because he's beating on the front side door. Uh, Lori runs down the steps and she sees Maya. Maya's like hanging on the wall, I think. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell by what. Well, I think he killed her like on the kitchen counter
2: when he stabbed okay. her. So I don't know if she's like propped up there. I don't, I don't know.
0: Lori gets outside of the house, running through the woods for her life as Michael walks slowly after her. We cut back to Brackett arriving at the house. A police officer stops him from going in, but goes in. he goes in anyway. Brackett sees Annie laying on the floor in the bathroom, dead. This so was a sad scene, too. Okay, there's two different versions of this, and let me see. I'll do my best to remember your guys' version and tell me if I'm wrong, but in my version, there's no volume during the scene, only the score, which is really slow. It's like this high-pitched singing... We see other cops basically grab Brackett and drag him out of the house. And it's cutting between that and Lori running through the woods from Michael. I think in your guys' it's Brackett crying and he sees pictures like home videos of mm-hmm. Annie yeah. as a kid, right? Yeah, it's like yeah.
2: flashbacks of her with a dog. and yeah. Which is
0: kind of
1: cool because it's like actually her. Yeah, and right. I thought that was cool.
0: I mean, it made it pretty sad i agree i like your guys the unrated your guys' version better because i also think like with lori when she comes into the house and she sees okay this uh desk or whatever got damaged then you see what happened you saw michael throw Annie into it well when you see um brackets just how distraught he is over his daughter dying you also are seeing what he's seeing in his head because that's what he's probably remembering right Mm -hmm. or all these all these old memory so no i i agree i like the unrated version much better than mine then it goes
2: into the weird slow motion like her running through the woods and then the okay. cops like pulling him out of the okay bathroom and gotcha. help taking him downstairs yeah
0: so in the theatrical version which is the one i watched this morning um it's just cutting between bracket crying and laurie running through the woods again there's no volume okay okay um Lori makes it out of the woods and onto the road where she flags down a car. She tells the boy driving the car that he's coming. The boy, the boy tells her that he'll get her to a hospital, putting her in the passenger side of the car. As he walks around the front side of the car, Michael slams into the hood of the car, killing out, he stabbed him or what, but he slams him off the hood. He then picks up one side of the car, flipping it off the road into a ditch.
2: Well, he threw the dude into the windshield and it like pinned her so she couldn't get out of the car. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she was trying, but like, his body was like,
0: See, on that, her. that one must have been the unrated because on this one he's like slams him off the hood and then he walks around does he still flip the car over yeah, yeah. okay yeah, because
2: she's trying to get out but she can't because the body's pinned her in the seat
0: okay beautiful see yeah. again makes more sense when you watch the unrated version mm-hmm. then he flips the car over holy shit incredible
1: Hulk style yeah. like
0: again the dude is a freaking maniac but I like my Michael that it big seemed,
1: did he use both hands
0: oh yeah he did yeah. like a uh, deadlift okay <laughs>
1: I, I remember if he used one. I was like, holy shit. Granted
0: it was a little car, but still.
1: I just couldn't believe he was like Would that be a like good
0: that? like a good dad horror movie joke? What's Michael Myers' favorite exercise? The deadlift. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> shit. That's a knee slapper? Horror movie mm-hmm. crew joke book? No, we do not. Dad jokes by the horror movie crew. We do not need that. That would not be a hot seller. <laughs> What's Seth's favorite exercise? Butthole mirroring. See now that's funny. <laughs> Butthole mirroring.
1: Exertion uh, fart. Exertion
0: farting. <laughs> Any exercise that makes him exertion fart. All right. Seth, I thought of you immediately when this happened. This horn is just blaring. Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean I said this horn is continuously honking,
2: which is annoying as fuck.
0: And then the car catches on fire. <laughs> yes. Circa Halloween two, nineteen eighty one. Yep. How did the car catch on fire? I don't know. Do cars just randomly catch on fire?
2: Not generally, I don't think. I think
0: so. Michael opens the passenger side door and pulls Lori out of the car. We see a shot of Mrs. Myers, young Michael, and then the adult Michael walking through a field carrying Lori in his arms. Michael carries Lori to a shack that's uh that's near the crash site. Or it had to have been because it didn't take him that long. Yeah, it was there. a pretty quick walk. We cut to Bracket being informed that there was a witness who saw Michael carrying Lori to a shack just north of the crash site. Back in the shack, Lori asks Deborah who she is. She says, "You know who I am, Angel." Mrs. Myers tells her that she knows who she is and makes her say, "I love you, Mommy."
2: That was creepy. Yeah.
0: As we see the young Michael holding Lori, as adult Michael watches all this happening, so we know that the only people in this shack are Michael and Lori. Right. Yeah. But during this, again, this is all happening in Lori's head. She's having a conversation with Mrs. Myers. She thinks the young Michael's holding her and Mm. we see the adult Michael, the big freaking ogre standing (laughs) over in the corner.
1: looks like father time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so lights start shining through the, the roof as it's cracked the shack roof is cracked there's lights shining through. We see police lights on the inside where they're coming through the windows. There's it a helicopter
2: had a good shot of Michael's face here. yeah, it was really awesome yeah, from those light.
0: helicopter mm-hmm. lights mm-hmm. and I also liked how the helicopter like the wind from the helicopter propellers was blowing through the shack and like the hair on the mask yeah. was just going crazy. Yeah. So the a helicopter above the shack telling them that they're surrounded. They need to come out with their hands up. Michael looks up, and we can see the helicopter. Uh, there was, like, a wind, and there's, like, debris flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the camera cuts to um, – well, hang on, Seth. Lori is screaming, do this whole thing. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> The camera cuts to Loomis watching the news as, police report, as a, the police report comes on to discuss that Michael is uh, alive. He's abducted Lori, and they're showing footage of where they're at. Mm-hmm. Loomis says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he runs Shocker. off. He must have got there right quick. I was thinking that <laughs> was as well. Like,
2: geez, was he, like, next door? Well, we <laughs> knew he was in
0: Haddonfield from earlier, right. but we didn't know he was that close, right? Yeah. So scene 15, the family reunion. The scene opens with bracket on an intercom, telling them they are surrounded and come out with their hands up.
2: Did you notice the dad from Family Matters was one of the cops?
0: I don't think that's who that oh. is. Are you
2: sure? It looked mm-hmm. just like him.
0: It does look like him, but I don't think that's who it is. And the big
2: dumb dude from Coach was one of the cops, too. Yeah. He is in it, yeah. yeah.
0: Is that Luther?
2: No, Luther's the old guy. I'm joking. Do
0: you remember Halloween 2? Yeah. I said that that guy. Yeah, lit. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Hey, Seth, what's Michael Myers' favorite workout?
2: I'm not answering these stupid jokes.
0: The deputy tells him that no sniper has a clean shot. Suddenly, Loomis walks up to Brackett. Brackett immediately punches him in the face. He tells Loomis that there is an innocent girl in there that he could have saved if not for his greedy fucking book. Wow. Loomis tells him that he wants to help. He's there to help. He's come to help. They must trust him. Michael will never respond to a hostage negotiation and that he can draw him out. As Brackett screams and tells them to get the fuck out. Out of there. Loomis runs to the shack and Loomis tells Brackett that he owes him one. He owes him for this. Loomis walks into the shack and he sees adult Michael standing off to the side looking at Lori. He tells Michael that Lori needs to come with him. He tells Lori, Come on, get up. Come with me. Come with me, Lori.
2: This is where she looks like she's having a freaking, like, possession moment. Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't see uh, young Michael.
0: Well, first we do, because Lori tells him she can't. He's holding her down. As the camera cuts to Lori, then we see that young Michael is not actually there. Mrs. Myers is not there. Mm -mm. She's fighting and kicking, but it's all in her head. Young Michael is just an invention of her imagination. So... From a standpoint of acting, I think she does a great freaking job of like pretending that somebody's yeah. holding on yeah. to her, even though yeah. they're not. And it's acting like you can tell she's freaking losing her mind. Yeah. Mm. Loomis tells her there's nothing holding her, it's all in her head. Just then, Mrs. Myers tells Michael that it's time, time to take them home. Adult Michael grabs Loomis by the jacket and throws him onto the ground. Using his large knife, he cuts Loomis all over. So your guys is going to be different than this, so hang on. Using his large knife, he cuts Loomis all over, including his face. He, like, cuts through his freaking jaw. Uh, And the entire time, Laurie is just screaming, let me go. So she still thinks she's being um, attacked by young Michael. Michael Mm -hmm. continues to stab Loomis with the knife as Laurie screams. I bet she stabs him 20 times with this knife. And he, like, basically cuts half of his face off. Yeah, we did not have this. Right. Mm -hmm. So Michael picks Loomis up off the ground and we can see all of this. You see his face is like hanging on. He's like cut all open. Um, as Michael lifts Loomis up bracket, gets a clear shot at Michael through the window and he shoots him twice with a sniper rifle, which knocks him back into a wall. There's like a metal, um, like looks like rebar kind of hanging off the wall and my oh. all goes through Michael's chest. So Michael's impaled. And as soon as Michael gets impaled, Lori is no longer constrained by young Michael and she can move. So it's almost like he lets go over and she's like able to move. Lori walks up to Michael and rubs his face. She says, I love you brother. And we see Michael behind her has the knife up behind her. He's getting ready to stab her. And he, like, goes unconscious. So his arm falls. He drops the knife onto the ground. His arm goes limp. Lori picks up the knife and stabs Michael in the chest a dozen times, screaming die every time she stabs him. And then she falls backward, and we see the knife sticking out of Michael's chest as Lori looks at him. Your guys have seen, I think Michael grabs Loomis and throws him through the wall. And they're yeah. both <laughs>
1: through it like the Kool-Aid yeah. man. Yeah, because
0: we like, yeah, cause we like <laughs> cut to the outside and all of a sudden they come bursting through the wall. Okay, and then does he stab Loomis or do the cops shoot Michael?
1: The cops shoot him like yeah. 20 Cause plus cause times.
2: Loomis pulls his mask off.
0: That's what it yeah. is. He pulls the mask off. And I thought... No, Michael does stab him because he says die. Yeah, that's why
2: I said. To, I was like, did he say die? Yes. But I think it's just one stab. It's not that violent thing you were talking
1: yeah. about
0: yeah okay so he stabs and he says die and then the snipers shoot michael outside of the yeah. yes you still don't see laurie yet correct no, i said no. the police
2: open fire on michael and he collapses yeah
0: okay so there'll be two versions of this next scene then as well so scene 16 the final scene i'll do mine which was a theatrical version the camera cuts outside of the shack and we see bracket looking at the shack door as the door begins to open Lori walks out of the shack door as the spotlights shine on her and the camera pans up from her feet. And we see she's actually wearing Michael's mask as she walks out in front of the cabin. She falls to her knees as she does. She pulls the mask off and with both hands and it pans the brackets face. And he looks like he's just like in shock that this is happening. She's like all bloody. She has the mask on. She pulls the mask off. Uh, she's laying, le- leaning on her, like laying on her knees or whatever. She's kneeling down, looking at the mask. Um, And as she does, the Halloween theme music starts to play and it cuts to a white room. Um, and that's when you see an image of her. It kind of pans in on her face. And she's sitting in this white room on the edge of a bed. She's got all white on. Like, and basically, I think this is supposed to be her mental state. And we see that as she looks up, you see Mrs. Myers walking down a long hallway, approaching her with the white horse. And it's the same, it's basically, uh, Reenvisioning that dream that Michael told Mrs. Myers he had at the beginning of the movie where it's her walking down a long white hallway with a white horse. That's when the camera cuts back to Lori's face and she begins to smile. she looks nuts and then yeah. the, the credits roll. Your guy's version so he kills um, he stabs Loomis Loomis they shoot him with the sniper rifles. Yep. Lori comes out of the, the shack. She picks up Michael's knife mm-hmm. and doesn't she walk over to Loomis? Yeah.
2: And then the sh- cops shoot her. Yep. Yeah. They weren't supposed to because bracket f- like freaks out. Mm-hmm. Okay. it's like,
1: no oh, fire. Yeah. And then it's like a freeze frame type situation. Yeah. Where where what, just, it kind of like freezes at one point where she's like screaming.
2: Yeah. It's like a slow motion. He kind of, and it, then it shows like an aerial view of her, Michael and Loomis dead. And that weird version of love hurts starts playing. Yeah. Mm. And it like zooms in on her face.
0: And then is that when it cuts to that white room with yeah. the horse? Yeah. It's like a hallway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the rest of it was the same as what you described. Yeah. Okay. So the credits roll. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening here in that like hallway with the horse? I'm like, what right. hell?
0: <laughs> the end. That was Lori coming home. They're okay. all reunited. Yeah. Was young Michael and yours or just Deborah in the horse?
2: Debbie and the Horse. Okay. No, I like I'm how you Michael. call her
0: Debbie like you know her. Debbie.
2: Deb. Love her. So when Michael says die, is that the first time we hear him talk?
0: Yes, other than okay. grunting and growling okay. and stuff. I thought yes. so because I was like, did I hear him say that? He does talk. Okay. He does talk. Fun fact, do you know that uh, Tyler Mayne is the only person to play Michael Myers in two back-to-back movies?
1: Dang, Tyler.
0: You go, Tyler <laughs> Mayne. <laughs> yes. so there were two different endings to that. The uh, Again, i so... Just strictly based on endings, I actually like the theatrical version's ending better because I remember watching it in the movie theater and seeing her come out of the cabin with the mask on. And at first, I thought ah. she, like she had cut his head off because like, when she's stabbing him, she's like really getting into it. So I thought, well, "Fuck, I think she cut his head off." Hmm. But no, seeing her in the mask was extremely—it was like shocking. So I like that, but again, I don't really like the fact that Michael talks in the unrated version; it's kind of silly. Um, but nonetheless, we can talk about that and get Lynn talking shit. Are you guys ready to jump into the Stabbies ratings?
1: I was going to say I looked it up, and for, like, twins, their connection, yeah. it says it's um, telepathy. Wow.
2: Telepathy. Telekinesis. Now that's where you can move stuff, right? They
1: have yes, that's extraordinary, scary, right? seemingly telepathic qualities.
2: Ooh. Ooh. So they're like, "Hey, girl." It
1: says it's more common <laughs> with like identical twins, yeah, because they share a closer genetic connection.
0: You ready to rate this thing or what? Yeah, girlfriend. Y'all. Yippee! I O K E. All right. So, are you rookie newbies out there? We rate every movie from zero to five on a stabby scale, depending on how many times we think a movie should be stabbed, based upon its greatness, Seth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seth's ready to rip this new movie a new butthole look. I am not. He's like, I hated it. I hated this motherfucking movie.
1: I don't think it's going to be as high of an average. No.
0: Sadly. I have to agree. Um, so right now, leading the way, average Stabby's ratings from the horror movie crew. We got The Ring with a 4.7. The Conjuring with a 4.7. Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 with a 4.7. And four followed and fourth well those are all tied for first mm-hmm. scream of the 4.63 bringing it up the rear killer condom 1.5 i know you did last summer A 2.8 and beetlejuice a 3.27 average stabby's rating seth what do you give this movie my friend mm, 2.4 2.4 no. it's not terrible
2: no like i didn't hate it That's less than 50%. That's actually not that great. Would I put it on and watch it myself again? No. Hmm. I thought the first one was much better.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You give the first one a 4.4. Yeah, I like that one far better than this one. Jess, what do you give Rob Zombie's Halloween 2? Solid four. Solid four. (sighs) Oh, this is tough for me just to give you a little background seth i actually love rob zombies halloween too however i was nervous that you guys were going to watch the theatrical version that i watched today because i watched it today and i didn't fucking like it at all but like i told you when you got here i watched the unrated version two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and i love it Mm -hmm. so i could see and honestly if somebody went to the theater to watch this movie originally when it first came out and saw the theatrical version i can understand why they hate this movie However, I've seen this movie about 50 times. I own the unrated version, and that's what I'm going to base my rating off of. I, too, gave this movie a 4.0 stabby rating, Jessica.
3: Nice.
0: We came in simpatico. Dang. Do I like as much as the first one? No. The first one to me is up there. Clearly, I broke my five. What did you say? I popped my five, Cherry? Yeah. (sighs) It's a little disgusting, but okay we you only
2: rated this a click above the original halloween too a click <laughs> a <laughs> click so i'm gonna call it which is 1.1 did you rate the first to the second halloween uh 4.4 mm. i actually like the original second halloween
0: not a fan of it um i don't hate it though obviously the 3.9 that i gave is not a bad rating Mm-mm. i think this is a 4.0 i don't think it's uh oh shit this is my lowest rating to date is it really? Yeah. No. Uh huh. Killer
2: Condom was my previous at
1: 2.5.
2: Oh, you gave it a 2.4. Yeah, slotted right. it right
1: below. Well, you it. are the most favorable. True. You favor the
0: movies more than anybody. I else. do. I think I'm going to change my. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I think I like this more than Jeepers, Creepers, and Sleepy Hollow. <sighs> this is definitely not better than Jeepers, Creepers. I might even like it more than Texas Chainsaw no way it's that hospital scene i love the hospital scene i love the 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 deep dark dive that Lori strode takes in this movie i could have left the horse out like i could have just been deb i don't mind the horse why do
2: you hate the horse i don't know it just makes it i don't know
0: i think it goes back to the four horsemen of the apocalypse the white horse and with it it brought death Maybe I just don't like the way
2: it was integrated.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go with a 4.2. 4.2. I got to get it above Jeepers Creepers. So I he's find just, it better.
2: He just wants it to have a better average. That's you know,
0: not even true. I haven't even done any of the averages mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seth, since you're already doing it, would you like to get into getting lit and talking shit? Might as well. Yeah, I don't want to. I changed my mind. I think I'm done for the day. Okay. Oh, Seth. Why are you so upset?
1: Fun fact. Fun fact.
0: <laughs> Hit me with it.
1: This is our 20th episode. Isn't that crazy? Outside of requests. Right. But
0: still. but still, that's a lot. We only do those to satisfy people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, Abby had a really cool idea. She said that we should get the um, movie covers for our first 20 episodes and, like, make a collage out of them and, like, hang them. Yeah. We could, like
2: frame each one and put them around the room down here. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of neat. That'd be cool. That'd
0: mm-hmm. be kind of neat.
2: Like all the way around.
0: All right, kids. I like that idea. All right, kids. Let's jump into it. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 118 people, 21%. Not great. Not great at all. The Rotten Tomatoes audience, 45% out of 361,000 users. Still not great, but you know.
2: That's kind of on par with my rating
0: it was It was. I think you read this and you just stole your rating mm-hmm. IMDB 4.9 out of 10 that's 49% the horror movie crew we gave it a 3.53 3 average Stabby's rating out of 5 which is roughly 71% so we were higher than all of these folks clearly we're a lot smarter we're a lot more intelligent a lot more like we're I just said we're a lot more smarter we're a lot more smarter mm-hmm. and they just don't know what they're talking about this is a good movie I'm sorry they, the 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 they don't even know They don't know. (laughs) They don't even know. (laughs) Budget for this movie was $15 million. The box office only made $39.4 million, considered a flop. I think the first one made $80 million, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah. It did pretty well. Yeah, it did pretty well. It did pretty well. It did
0: pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) exciting stuff all right my questions you know i always got questions so questions after watching h2 halloween 2 is clearly the deterioration of laurie strode mentally physically emotionally jessica did you like to see laurie strode take this turn where she's just losing her shit it really plays into the family bloodline she's falling right in line with the rest of the family right in line with michael in my opinion at the end she kind of becomes michael do you like this or would you prefer maybe something like 2018 where she like turns into uh, you know uh, Sarah Connor from the Terminator
1: um, I definitely like the 2018 version the best um, but I still like that take on it too because really how could she not be fucked up after all of that and finding out that's who her actual family is and her mm. adopted parents being mm. slain like they were and I think I that know. would
0: be one of the toughest parts that she can't even go back and talk to them about like right. <laughs> mm-hmm. what right. happened. No. Yeah. Uh,
1: and to her, that was her family. Like, that's right. all she knew. And then I can see how she would go crazy.
0: Yes. And I think it also, because of how well the first movie showed you their relationship was, like how good it was and how they got along. And Yeah. It'd be tough. Seth, what do you think?
2: Like Jess, I like the... Laurie Strode in 2018 better. However, I feel like this would be a more realistic thing that would happen.
0: Yeah, as opposed to becoming Sarah yeah, Connor. I
2: think you. Most people would probably lose it. I would think.
1: Which, in a way, yeah. she, in the 2018, she kind of does because she's like all locked up and like. True. Alcoholic. Yeah.
0: She's been. She says she's been divorced two or three times.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but being the age that Laurie is in this, like. I feel like it would probably crack. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: I agree, and I think. Pl- and, and we also have to keep in mind in the 2018 version, she's not his sister, so there's right. that whole aspect mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically just came back and murdered, her. he basically just came back and murdered babysitters in Haddonfield yeah. She happened to be at the wrong place, at the wrong time. Whereas in this one, it's I think that's what Rob Zombie's primary focus says is on the the mental issues that plague this entire family and her being part of that family she just came full circle back to it yeah all right so for most of this movie michael walks around without his mask on we get to see you know what he looks like when he doesn't have his mask on he's got the big beard Um, even when he has the mask on half of his face is gone anyway Mm -hmm. um we also get a background into the other movies, you never... like Between movies, you don't really see what Michael's doing. It's just, oh, hey, all of a sudden it's Halloween and Michael's coming back to kill people. And mm-hmm. this one, you get to see what he's doing in between Halloweens, basically. Yeah. Did you like that or would you rather not know where Michael is in between all these movies? Mm,
2: I don't know. I think it's scarier that when you don't know. And mm-hmm. now that we kind of see... It like makes him more human when we see what's going on. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Not that he's not scary still, but it's not, I don't know. The unknown is always scarier, I think.
0: That's true. That's true. And I think that that's kind of why a lot of people didn't like the first Rob Zombie Halloween is because he really breaks down who Michael is from the psychological aspect mm-hmm. and explains here's why he is the way he is. And I think that carries on into this movie where he's kind of showing you, hey, here's what Michael does when he, you know he's hiding out on this farm or he's right. hiding out... Yeah. And here's the shit that's happened to him in between mm-hmm. betwixt. betwixt betwixt i like betwixt these happenings right so i enjoy that just what do you think do you like that do you not like it
1: i like it because if you remember i kind of joked i'm like so what is he doing in between like all of this he's just walking around town right. or like <laughs> getting a burger or something <laughs> like i kind of want to know like what he's doing in between all of these shopping burgers. yeah you know
0: <laughs> So I wonder if, because if you remember uh, earlier in the movie, Lori says when she tells Annie she owes the hospital dream again, I haven't had that one in a while. So she's been having that dream. When Michael has a dream or when, I don't know if vice versa, but we know that when Michael's envisioning things and having dreams, Lori also sees or those same things happen to her. So I wonder if, because she said, I haven't had that one in a while. I wonder if Michael was having that dream and that's what obviously made her have that dream. So was that him getting closer to Halloween and him kind of ramping up or getting excited? Maybe that's like a wet dream for him, right? Maybe. Where he's like killing people and getting excited about it. I wonder if that's what that shows is that he's kind of ramping up and building up into you think, what's uh, about to happen. You think Michael jerks off? And if so,
2: what do you think he thinks about?
0: No. I think, is this a serious (laughs) question? I think that it is. um, So have you ever heard uh, or watched these documentaries about how serial killers are like sexually inept? No. And that's why they use knives or um, other objects to kill people with them. They're using it in place of their dick. So they don't have
2: like a sexual urge? That is their urge. They actually get off
0: in thrusting knives and then killing people. Hmm. I have to envision that's probably Michael's. Even when he was a kid killing the animals, I think he got yeah. off on it. Yeah, It would make sense. Yeah, That would be my serious answer to your question. But if you want like a joking Josh answer, I bet he definitely jerks yeah. off. While like, he's
2: stabbing something, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys couldn't see it, but I was mimicking
0: it. what it would look like. Oh boy I think that's definitely And that's the noise He'd make <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Like I bet He like has been Walked in on before While he was doing it Just kept going Might have set him off Yeah mm. Just yeah. do you have a, An answer for the Does Michael jerk off Jerking
1: or? off Um I, I was thinking No Probably not Yeah But
0: hmm.
1: Maybe In yeah. a parallel universe As uh, Cat B would a like to ask about. <laughs>
2: Probably definitely A big old bush Down there
0: <laughs> Um you saw his face, imagine what stinky bullish. <laughs> Ooh boy. What do you think he wipes with when he goes number two? What if it, he wears oh, a yeah. mask on
1: his penis too? <laughs> he just,
0: has one of those dick capes. Just on yes. the head, just on yes. the tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh I didn't bring the dick cape? Damn, okay. Alright, so the director's cut and theatrical version are drastically different. I kinda went through oh, I think I hit most of the differences when we were yeah. talking about this, so in zombies actual version, all the main characters die. Um, do you think that's how it should be? Or did you like my the version I watched where Lori is still alive? She walks out, takes the mask off, and basically she's institutionalized, I guess?
2: I guess it depends on if you want a third movie. Obviously, the one we saw, there can't be. I mean, I guess there could be, but it can't be the same people.
0: Yes, and that is actually why they changed the ending to the theatrical version where Laurie doesn't die because they wanted Rob Zombie to make a third movie, ah. which he declined to do. And then they went back and forth on it so much that um, I think the Weinsteins and whoever, whoever owns the rights to whatever either passed them off or sold, whatever, and that's how 2018 came about. It's ah. why they finally did 2018s because... They kind of can this, but anyway, Jess, what do you think? Do you like the where they all die, and that's just the end of it?
1: Um, I don't. I think I like that version better. Yeah.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: I agree.
1: Yeah, because it's like they're a unit.
2: Yeah. Unit.
1: They're a unit. Yeah, like that. It's. Well, it's just the end of the story. Sadly, they kind of yeah. yeah. But, like, they belong together a yeah. little bit. They're I real.
2: agree. It wraps it all up.
0: Wraps it all up real nicely. Nice little
2: tiny cute package. Just
1: a nice
0: little wrap. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I like the fact that it's closed. Case closed. Done. Deal. Everybody's dead. That's the end of the story. Yeah.
2: Yep. End of the
0: story. Betwixt.
1: Because, really, she wouldn't have much more to go on no, after
2: she, that. She'd end up killing herself anyway.
0: Oh, uh, yep. Maybe. Or other people. Maybe yeah. she'd break out. Michelle Myers. Ooh. <laughs> Alright, let's hop into our favorites. <laughs> Seth, what was your favorite scene from the movie? Hmm. I don't know, actually.
2: Probably the hospital scene in the beginning. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, I would say her dream sequence. Jess?
1: I like when the, like, hillbillies um, run him down in the field and he drops to his knees and, like, puts the mask on kind of, like, for the first. Yeah,
0: that is a cool yeah. scene, too. That is awesome. Um, uh, mine's probably a tie between the well, – it's got to be the hospital scene. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in horror altogether just because how brutal that whole sequence is. But I also like the way the Annie scene is shot where she finally realizes he's in the room. She gets out of the room, but it's, like, slow motion, no sound. Mm-hmm. I really like the way that was shot. So probably between the two of those, but most likely the hospital scene. Jess, favorite kill in the movie?
1: Um, probably the guy at the strip club that um, tries to punch him in the, well, does oh, the face. In the stomp. face stomp. Yeah. The old
0: curb stomp.
1: Yeah. Just because, like, when they show him like hung up, it's like there's all you see is like teeth yeah, on like, like a mangled yeah. face.
0: Do you think that's where they got the inspiration for 2018 when he crushes the doctor's head?
1: Oh, maybe. Hmm. Could that be. was, like, gushy.
0: Yeah. Mm. Gushy. I remember gushy. seeing that, and I
1: was like, holy shit. It was like, like a
0: gusher. It
1: was. Zero it was, fucks His head just, like, exploded.
0: Seth, favorite kill from the movie.
2: I like the one Jess talked about, but I think it's got to be the chick in the van just because of the way where it went silent, and you just hear the...
0: Ooh, k- the neck crack.
2: Yeah, it was just... Ugh.
0: Yeah. I mean, I liked her too. Poor Harley. I bet you did. Mm-hmm. My kind of gal. Uh, favorite kill scene in the movie. I've got to go with probably Annie's. Heart-wrenching. That was sad. And I also like the way that you don't just see it happen where it's, okay, he's in there, he kills her. Mm. It's like as Lori is learning or figuring out what's going on or seeing what's going on, that's when they show you clips of what actually happened and then you kind of figure out or get to see what happens so probably annie's uh plus i really like annie in this movie i think annie gets a raw deal <gasps> yes one thing you loved about the movie that i loved about it or liked. me not to love it but
1: i liked that they showed like more of michael's like actual face and then he yeah. just had a big ass beard yeah like, <laughs>
0: Well, when you think about it, it, that's probably what he would look like.
1: I liked it. It made him more like human and not like such a monster, even though he's fucking huge. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: And he has a monster in a way.
1: Yeah. But it kind of, yeah, I liked that. That was kind of a different take on him.
0: Mm, That's it. That's going to be a controversial take, I think. Why? She'll be the one getting all the shit this week. Uh, Just because I don't think people like to see Michael's face.
2: I liked it. I mean, it made it, it as different.
0: I too like it, but I'm just saying there's people out there. They're purists. They don't want to see yeah. Mike's face. Yeah. Go ahead, Seth. What do you got? What's your favorite? What you, did you love the most about the movie? Mm. If you can think of anything.
2: Well, I liked what Jess just talked about.
0: Always says I like what Jess just talked about.
2: Because we agree on a lot of those items. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do like that we got more of the story about how they're connected and all that. Okay. Like, instead of it just him running around killing her for no reason.
0: Yes. So, I like that there is an explanation. I agree with what Seth just said. <laughs> that never happens. He has an agreeable personality. Um. No, I like, the thing I like the most about it is probably the hospital scene or the Annie's death scene. But What I really like that differs from the other movies is the fact that you get to see Laurie Strode just snap. Yeah. Slowly. It's not like an overnight thing. It's like you mm-hmm. see her... Just get destro- destroyed mm. and basically become Michael. Last but not least, Seth, one thing you did not like about the movie. I'm going to name two. Okay. Well, he's got them <laughs> written down. Lori's fucking
2: hysterical screaming throughout the movie drove me crazy. Okay. It made me like not like her. Mm-hmm. And I do not like the way they portrayed Loomis at all.
0: At all. Okay. Yeah. I didn't find it believable. Not one iota. Mm-mm. So you like Lori in Halloween one, but not Halloween two right okay
2: there were some times she annoyed me in the first one but it was like amplified in this one you think yeah. she's
0: over the top in this one yes okay Jeff.
1: i thought the horse was a lot
0: the horse <laughs> yeah the that horse would be my third thing
1: and like um and also loomis yeah I just, mm. he was just so different mm-hmm. from the first
2: from any of the movies yeah, yeah. old and new
0: this is definitely the most uh Dramatic Loomis change. Well, it like
2: made me hate him, and I didn't hate him in the other movies. Yeah. But I didn't like him in this.
0: One thing I did not like about the movie. The horse doesn't bother me. I kind of get the horse. Um, that's what's probably the most hated about this movie, I think, is the horse. The horse. A lot of people hate the horse. Not horse people, Seth. <sighs> I don't know. Again, I'm a Rob Zombie fanboy, so I think the movie is really well done. I guess the one thing I the horse. The horse I don't mind the horse. The horse doesn't bother me. Um I don't have a good answer for this. I don't really know. There's not much I I just didn't didn't like I don't like the fact that the unrated version and the theatrical version
2: differ so greatly. No, you don't like that there's two versions.
0: Um There you go. Well, no, sometimes there's there's good points to have two versions if it really makes a difference, but I feel like they just cut things out for time purposes to make the theatrical version shorter, which I think took away from the story. Well, it sounds like they cut out some important stuff. The la- the Lori yeah. Strode stuff. Like in the theatrical version, you don't see the disconnect between Annie and Lori whatsoever.
2: Mm. See, that would make a big difference.
0: Which I don't like. I wish, I, again, I think, I think you guys watched the better version of it. So yeah. just my opinion. Just my opinion opinion
1: I don't think I had ever seen this version because I don't remember her hating Annie so much in this one right so I'm I, I think that the only time I did see it was or maybe the last time we watched it it was also the theatrical version because I feel like we watched it oh, or maybe not because you never saw mm-hmm. it
2: I've never seen it not with you guys so mm-hmm. i, I never seen it period
0: the unrated version like I said earlier if you had only seen the, uh, the theatrical version when it came out and you never went and watched the Rob Zombie director's cut I could see why you wouldn't like this movie but if you watch the unrated, in my opinion, it get, really fills in all the blanks and you mm-hmm. see the full deterioration of Laurie Strode. But even to where she sees the white horse and the Rorschach thing, right? Um, you guys have anything else you want to discuss about Rob Zombie's Halloween two from 2009? Mm, I think I'm good. It's just like I was done 20 minutes ago, man. <laughs> 3.53 average stabby's rating from the horror movie crew. Well, we're going to round out our um, 2020 spooktacular (laughs) horror movie event. Next episode, an HMC episode, will be Trick or Treat. That'll come out the day before Halloween. We're also going to announce on that episode the winner of our giveaway. Mm -hmm. So, to get entered for that, go to the Instagram page and read the fucking rules. I'm not going to say, I'm I'm not your mom. I'm not going to say, read them (laughs) to you. It's your mama. God damn I'm giving you a fucking free sweatshirt and <laughs> you gotta make me read the rules to you I'm not gonna do that you lazy piece of shit if you want a sweatshirt oh a hoodie or a mug go read the damn rules and get entered do it on that note last chance kids anything else you wanna talk about? Mm-hmm. HMC 21 trick or treat one of my favorites it's gonna be coming at ya we're out of here bye bye y'all bye y'all here all. make sure you got a picture of my meat log my <laughs> <laughs> garlic. Like, Iowa. Bad. We should cut this
2: puppy open and eat some of it. Do you suppose people buy those and just eat it like...
1: It's like, gonna be so garlicky.
2: Bite it like it's an apple. Can They're you like, smell the meatloaf?
1: Your meatball? breath must like, smell the like, Here, prop <laughs> this one. I know it's got to be real
0: garlicky. <laughs> let's get a Miller light next to it. You should, should make it like a real artsy looking photo too when you post it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go!
2: I like having the, the pen. It was an anal waffle. He just sat on it. One of (laughs) my
0: favorite is an anal waffle. She put it in the
2: blender and just blended it up, made a smoothie.
0: I drank it. I drank the anal waffle.
2: How gross would that be?